0: Welcome, everybody, to Papa Spices Hot Takes with Hans and Harry. How is everybody out there in Internet Land doing? We hope you are doing well on this fine, fine Eve, Wednesday for us, Friday, or I suppose really any day of the week for you guys. But, uh, Hans, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, Just to give you an idea of how the week's going,
1: um, you know, when we start recording this, uh, we get a notification that pops up on the screen. It says, We're now recording. And, you know, with the week the way it's been going, I tried tapping on my screen to hey, got it, saying to make it go away, but I don't have a touchscreen, so that's <laughs> that's how this week's going. Um, it was not not as good as last week, which uh, you know we got to see probably the most amazing movie that I've seen in a while since at least since two December, months. but yeah, since right. two, yeah, since, since, since three uh, December. months, I guess. So, uh, but we'll we'll cover that. But I'm doing good. I'm glad to uh, you know openly talk about it. No one, in my, no one else in my house cares about Batman. So,
2: <laughs> we'll
1: see.
0: <laughs> All right, good to hear. Harry, uh, how you doing, pal?
2: Uh, you know it's it's been a rainy day here, Greg. So I've been I've been definitely lounging today. I've been sleeping a little extra today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that's. Uh, listen, people, just get your sleep, get your rest. Uh, I'm excited to talk about about the bat um and all the fun things that that go along with it and uh i don't think the audience will be surprised where i fall um and uh spoiler alert it's somewhere in between the both of you so that's uh usually uh how it works around here um for it so but i'm doing well papa how are you doing how are how's life for you
0: uh it's all right (laughs) look i'm just (laughs) I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to take a quote from, uh, you know, one of my fave movies, The Crow, and just say it can't rain all the time. So, mm, uh, beautiful. yeah, um, unless it's than,
1: nighttime in Gotham. Well, yeah,
0: that's that is a different story. Indeed, unless uh, it's any time in Gotham. And I will say too, I uh, I finally got to watch uh, Drive My Car last night, uh, which oh was, yes, on your recommendation, and uh, I really enjoyed Oscars it. There's a buzz. Yes, it uh similar to another movie that we may or may not be discussing. Um, hint: Batman. Uh, Drive My Car was very long. Um, yeah. Uh, it did have some really slow parts in it, but those were also mm-hmm. it was like peaks and valleys because the the peaks had some really beautiful, powerful uh, scenes. Uh, And then there were some stretches of, uh, of slow points, but overall I really enjoyed it. So.
2: Yeah, no, it's a beautiful movie. And uh, I think uh, coming out of it, sometimes it's like, Hey, life kind of hard sometimes. Um, And uh, you know, I don't think that helps uh, with a rainy Wednesday and uh, a Wednesday that uh, a good, our good friend, Rob, over at uh, work mentioned says um, it feels like Monday 3.0 so uh <laughs> happy happy we're almost there to Friday
0: yes that is a very good point and Rob if you're listening thank you for that um, um but out of cure out of curiosity yeah. where did you watch right by Five? where's it streaming uh it's on HBO max HBO mm-hmm. okay cool all right thanks yep uh but we are here tonight uh to talk about the Batman And Um. this is going to be spoiler heavy as 99% of our discussions are. So if you haven't seen it, go out and check it out or don't, you know, it's whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Come back and uh, give us a listen. But um, yeah, uh, before we we dive into the movie itself, um, I thought, uh, you know, it was a, a really fun time was had uh, at least by me i'm sure by you guys too but you know we we actually managed to all get together uh which is pretty rare i think we mentioned in the last episode it's uh, it's been a while since all of us were together and um yeah we got to check it out uh for the first showing in imax uh for the day at uh Chamonix 24 shout out val so, um, V Brown, yeah. So, I, I uh, you know, had fun um, hanging with the boys and the ladies, as it were, because we had a couple females in the group. Uh, how about you guys? Do you, you have a fun experience in, in that regard? I, I did. Um, you know, like I think because
1: of COVID, we haven't seen each other in a while. I mean, I mean, I see Harry um a lot more than i'd like so i don't see, you you see me enough, this so... weekend so I be know, good. apparently yeah um but no it's good to, I, you know we we talk all the time all the time at work and mm-hmm. uh you know we actually like it's it's very rare that we're in the same same place so it was, it was good to see you and good to see a couple other a couple other of our buddies mm-hmm. and uh you know except harry like i said <laughs> i see him enough i don't need to see him anymore so harry what about uh- you
2: yeah, it was awful. Uh, I had an awful time with both of you nerds and some other nerds. Um, no, it was it was great. It was obvious. It's obviously you know a rare opportunity. Obviously, you know, for those at home who are listening, Greg doesn't live very close, um, so it's a journey for him to come on down. But uh, it was nice to to get some food after to discuss a little bit about the bat um, and to spend some time with uh, you guys. And you know, listen, anytime we can catch you know the first showing of IMAX and not. Uh, have to clean up after it, have to strategize the night for it uh, as we used to do in previous days. Uh, it's a really, really nice feeling. It's nice to be excited to go to the movie theater and, you know, maybe we'll be able to do it for Dr. Strange, you know, fingers crossed. Um, you know, I know that was something we talked a little bit about, um, you know, cause that'll be another one that I'm, I'm sure uh, the people at home would uh, want to hear our thoughts on given uh, our love for, for the Marvel uh,
0: universe. For Sure yes, we, uh, we had a good time. Uh, a good time was had by all, uh, but let's dive into the movie. I know you guys are all eagerly awaiting. Uh, so I think we're just going to have kind of like a free form open discussion. You know, we're not going to go plot by plot point, uh, for the movie. And, you know, we're not just going to sit here and list pros and cons either, but you know, we'll, we'll just kind of touch on, um, what we had and, uh, I don't know let me open the the doors to you guys first what um what did you think what you know where do you want to start because there's there's a lot to dive into i think i think we got to go
2: positive i think we got to start off with with our man hands mm. who as i mentioned in last week's episode because uh, folks this is this is special this is this is something we do mm. for things like this where it just piques the the curiosity i mean i i greg i have I had a listener uh text me and ask me what did Greg think about the movie? Um, <laughs> and be like, and I was like, you gotta wait till Friday. Uh, but uh you know, hands, let's start with you. Obviously, you know, uh, you know, we're gonna get into our thoughts on it. And you know, I think you are you were the most excited for it out of the three of us. And I think if I'm it's a pretty good guess on my part that you were the the happiest coming out of the film. And uh to this day, uh almost a week later, are still the happiest.
0: Uh for you guys who can't see, he is chopping at the bit, man. He is <laughs> yeah, ear to ear smiling.
1: Um, and I and you know, since we got rid of video, you can't see, but um, I did bring a special uh haunted ghost pepper like Doritos. Ooh. It's Ooh. this thing's gonna be full with hot takes. Uh, I'm not gonna break into <laughs> them yet, but um, yeah i on harry's like harry said i i love this movie um i was excited for it um ever since they released the first trailer like i feel like it was i feel like they released the trailer like two years ago um when the movie was supposed to come out um i think it was supposed to come out i forgot the original date like last year but it kept getting pushed back because of COVID. um i i loved it um i i absolutely absolutely like left the theater happy um there were so many like I, I don't even like know because like, we're going to touch on a lot of things. I mean, the most the elephant in the room is definitely like, you know, what everyone thought about, like Robert Pattinson. Um, I'll, I'll you know, once we get into a little bit deeper as we talk about it, I'll, I'll share my real thoughts on like kind of where he falls on the on the the rankings of um, of Batman. I thought he did a phenomenal job. I, I really do. Um, you know, there's a lot of and I've noticed this like there's a lot of. um. Like this is nothing new to that man of when they're cast it and people are always like in a in an uproar and saying, like, oh my god, like why would they cast him? Like they did it with Michael Keaton. Like he was kind of seen as like a bad choice. Heath Ledger um was a bad choice. Like everyone was like, Oh, the 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 10 things I hate about you guy. Like, no, like they didn't think he was gonna be a good joker. Um, even Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck did a, a phenomenal job as as Batman and, and Christian Bale. Like, I can go on. There's a ton of like people they thought it was miscast. And so I don't like I I I kind of went in with the idea of, you know, Pattinson's a great actor and outside of the Twilight realm. And I thought he was gonna now, and I thought he did a great job. Um uh, you know, I think the action in this movie, not just the action, like the tone of the movie was so well done for a Batman movie that we haven't really seen before. Um, you know, it takes place in the, the rainiest city in in, in the world, um, as we touched on a little bit, um, a, a little bit ago. But I just love the whole tone of the movie where it's just like we don't have to sit through a Batman origin story. He's already established and people like, you know, that that idea that he already exists and, and he's like kind of spreading fear through Gotham.
0: Um, his relationship with Jim Gordon is, Oh God, hold, hold on, hold on. I was just going to say, cause we got, we got a lot of, of ground to cover. And I think mm. those, you already brought up two good points. So I just want to, see if we can go around here and give thoughts oh on, yeah i'm sorry uh, like i said it's okay he's going we <laughs> gotta I'm we like gotta crying. cut him off greg <laughs> otherwise he's gonna go for 45 minutes we need to this, have, like, this will be hot movies. takes with hands and hands alone <laughs> we should get like one of
1: those like taboo ringers or something like if i'm talking too much it's like <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh hair so hands mentioned um you know pattinson as batman and yeah. also uh you know gotham kind of as a uh, a character and you know, the setting and all that stuff. So uh, what are your thoughts on those? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, you know, I will
2: definitely be a champion of for, you know, when things get cast of like, let's wait and see, you know, I mean, I know there's the other side of this coin where you talk about like with Han solo and, you know, Alden, I, Alden, Eric, right. Erich, I think Erich. his name was yeah yeah sure. being cast and like, yeah, you have that other side of coin where everybody walks out and was like, well, wasn't no Harrison Ford. Um, but I, you know, and I, I will say, you know, and I'm sure Greg will probably agree with me, though. The one thing about this uh, iteration of Bruce Wayne slash Batman is there's a lot less Bruce Wayne that he has to carry in this movie. Um, and there's a lot less focus on that, which for me is I don't have an issue with that because of how much time we have spent with the character of Bruce Wayne. You know, it, it kind of to me also, you could maybe give a little bit of like it's kind of like james bond in a way where it's like yeah we don't really need to see him at a gala and doing his things like let's just get into like the heart of the action or a little bit or it's having a little bit of a darker version similar to the dark Knight because i think there's influences um throughout this movie um you know to different Batmen and um you know besides bruce wayne but as far as a batman i mean i don't um I, you know, I was thinking about it a lot afterwards, you know, because I know Hans, you know, uh, he's been talking about how much, at least to us, how much he's enjoyed this movie, even after the fact he's seen it and how much he's thought about it. And, you know, I've thought about it a lot, too, but I I, not with the excitement that Hans has had, but just in like a a, like, what did I really how did I really feel, you know, still dissecting it. And, you know, it doesn't really. This Batman is a little bit darker. I think it leans a little bit more towards the Bale realm of Batman than the other ones. Um, and then as far as the location is concerned, and I'll toss it to you, G, um, it, it was very rainy. It did feel like the Seattle of uh, of Gotham. Uh, I mean, it is focused from Halloween to like November 6th. So just maybe it wasn't cold enough to snow. I don't, you know, I don't, it's a little early for snow. Um, and there, there is a very, I guess, New York style of this movie, uh, compared to movies past kind of with like more of a, of a Chicago vibe, which I think is usually the description, um, in the comics. So for those, for those true heads out there, you know, who, who take that to heart, I didn't really mind it as much, but I could see the gripes of, of the difference there. And yeah, a lot of rain, so much rain, um, I I I think part of that sometimes can be used as a cover up for the movie because I think if you probably focused on too many details, it could maybe look a bit meh. And rain, I think, helps with that. So so G, um, you know, what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on the R Pat as the bat and uh, and and you know our beautiful or you know rainy Gotham?
0: Mm. So. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Pattinson was actually really good as Batman. I, yeah, uh, I got to hand it to him. I thought that he he made a, a a really, really solid Batman, and I can't knock him for that. His Bruce Wayne, on the other hand, left a lot to be desired uh, for yep. me. Anyway, I just I hated it. He was very emo and just you know down in the dumps and he looked like frail like you know he was just I don't don't, like he I know there were stories uh when this was shooting or when it was on break from COVID whatever that he supposedly wasn't getting into shape or whatever and uh Mm -hmm. I don't know if those were true or not but I will say he did not look like a dude that could fill out that suit when he was out of it. Like there was a mm. disconnect there because like Bruce Wayne is like he's still a guy in a suit. You know what I mean? Like he he needs to be able to fill that out and have that muscle mass. It's not it's not that the suit is bulky, it's him being bulky in the suit. Um and I just I don't know, he Pattinson looked like a schlub to me and he's like he's not even like dressed nice in half the scenes he's Bruce Wayne he's just wearing like yeah you know a t-shirt like a v-neck or something and it's like come on dude like you're a billionaire heir apparent to this company and like your your front as Bruce Wayne um is not I, I, it just it doesn't vibe or sync up with what was in the comics uh and I get that it's like year two and all this stuff but like I don't know. It just, he was too mopey for me as, as Bruce loved his Batman though. So yeah, uh, as far as Gotham goes, um, not a fan. They, uh, they clearly based it off of New York and, uh, Gotham is not New York. It's Gotham like a square garden, baby. Yeah. Let's Gotham Square Garden, we'll Gotham, Times Square,
1: Gotham, whatever. Like the so Gotham like, post, like Newton, like Gotham yeah. poster. I was like, like the New or Gotham something <sighs> times or what? It was like basically a ripoff of yeah. either the New York post or the New York Times.
0: Here's here's the thing. If if the DC universe itself didn't exist and Metropolis wasn't always based off of New York. I'd say, sure, make Gotham whatever you want to be. It's open to interpretation. But we've had literally uh, decades of this being based off of, you know, Chicago, maybe hints of Pittsburgh, whatever. And to just literally take New York and slap on just the word Gotham on top of everything that's New York. It's like, that it, it just it doesn't fit like gotham is not new york it's it's a much seedier grittier down and dirty place and maybe new york in the 70s was that um which you can you know i, I guess a good correlation would be the joker or, or joker yeah. that movie because they took they basically made new york gotham there but they made it feel like gotham this just felt like new york with gotham slapped on it Uh, and then the rain um, I wasn't a fan of either it just it seemed like every other scene was pouring rain and for people rocking leather costumes like isn't that going to ruin the leather like how do you I I don't get that and then you know driving motorcycles through the rain and all this it just look it does it make it atmospheric sure Um, did did they overdo it I think so (laughs) <laughs> yeah just just
1: my take on it yeah. so anyway well, I, I did uh, i did like read like like reeves kind of got um <clears throat> excuse me got some of like the inspiration from that from seven because mm-hmm. i think in seven they said like all external like nighttime shots it's raining in which i never i haven't seen seven in
2: uh, i don't know like that's yeah, a heavy rain movie for sure yeah
1: and i think like and i and you know there's and just from sorry i got like hot sauce in my eye um
0: <laughs> don't rub it's, your like, eyes very
1: <laughs> what yeah as, as I rub them and make it worse. Um, I know, like, you know, a lot of inspiration from, like, Zodiac and Seven is in this movie, like, all over this movie. So, I, it's no... I'm not surprised that like Reeves was like, Hey, let's, let's just put rain in it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, look, seven's a great inspiration. And, uh, you know, Morgan Freeman was in a full leather suit, head to toe, dressed like a bat. So it makes total sense (laughs) that, you know, he already proved you can get around in that costume in the rain. No, I mean that I I get, they're taking their cues from seven and everything, but like, it's just, it doesn't need to be in every scene. The amount of precipitation that that city gets
1: like, just imagine in the winter when it snows, they're getting like six, seven inches of snow a night, Ugh. like every night.
2: Well, the, the one thing I was going to say, Greg, to just mm-hmm. counter off of your point, I think sometimes like, even though the origin, like this felt like an origin movie to me. And I feel like his parents dying, he went the opposite route of like, I am going to like, I, I don't want to say he almost became the Batman begrudgingly, but it's like, He I feel like and this I feel like this is shown throughout the movie. He still hasn't gotten over their deaths and he still struggles with it to this day. And, you know, I I, I'm trying to put myself into that shoes in those shoes of like what this this Bruce Wayne is going through and why he might be reluctant to like go out. And, you know, it doesn't seem like he has much of a father figure in Alfred as in previous uh, iterations of Batman um, there for that so that's that that was my only other other counter to your point with that is just thinking about it from that perspective um, well,
0: well let me counter your counter because Ooh. batman or bruce wayne whichever yeah. take your pick never gets over his parents death because he still dresses up as batman and keeps going out if he got over yeah. their death and fully reconciled with it he'd hang up the boots and the cape so that's something yeah. that like he he always carries with him regardless, but like, yeah. as far as, you know, him being mopey 20 something Bruce Wayne, like I get where yeah. you're coming from, but like, that's not, I think he just put on a Nirvana album
2: instead of classical music to deal with it. And that's the, that's the difference in the, in the persona that you get with this Bruce Wayne.
0: Cause here's, here's where the, sorry, hands I'll get, I'll get one second. Yeah. Here's, right. here's where the disconnect is. Right. So he's yeah. already gone through years of martial arts training of becoming a master detective. I mean, these, this is all happened yeah, yeah. already in this universe because he's Batman. Yeah. You're telling me in all of that training and learning to hone your skills and, and dedicating yourself fully to whatever craft you're learning, you haven't mastered your emotions. It just, it doesn't jive. You know what I mean? Like it, it there's, there's too much skill for him to still be this emo kid i it it, yeah. it doesn't match up you know we we
2: all we all have our weak points though but uh <laughs> but i hear you but hands what were you gonna say yeah yeah mine's mine's hot chips um <laughs> so
1: no and i leaving the theater and i as the trailers kind of let up and some of the set photos like i was against the whole mopey bruce and i and i agree like i thought it was like very emo and the way they played like nirvana like every 10 minutes and uh, what i but i think you know, I, I, as I dwelled a little more on it, like leading up, like I didn't hate his, like his Bruce Wayne. I thought it was like the reason he was like so mopey and just down and like not getting over his parents' death is he's still fairly new to the Batman lifestyle, like two years in, like he's staying up all night. Like, I think he just like looks frail because he's like physically beating himself up. And I think that was important for them to point out that like he was only doing this for a year, like two years because, um, I think it, it just made, like, I think by the end of the movie, he starts realizing, like, even, like, Bruce Wayne, people, like, everyone was pointing out, like, oh, my God, it's Bruce Wayne. Like, where the hell's he been? And I think that with the whole renewal storyline, I think, you know, they're obviously going to make a sequel. And I think that you're going to get, like, that more out in the open Bruce Wayne and, and get a little more like, flesh, the the like, the Bruce character out more. I think this was just kind of establishing him as, like, is he like he sees himself more as Batman than Bruce Wayne, and I think that like I think in the future they're gonna start dwelling like kind of focus on both lifestyles. But I, don't know, I could be wrong. Maybe they'll play more Nirvana.
0: That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> uh, lead us into the next uh, points you had, Hans.
1: Oh boy. Um. What do I? Where do I go next? I mean, I'll just stick with stick with the casting. Um. You know, yep. just with um, I I uh, other one. Uh, Paul Dano, the Riddler. Um, this I I think he's one of the most I don't want to say underappreciated or underrated actors because every time like he's very high on the independent scene and he does he hasn't really gotten anything like too mainstream and I don't even know when I probably I don't even say there will be blood I I still consider that like that wasn't really like a lot of people don't know what that is and um I, I I just huh
2: fools what? don't know oh, it, I know that I know.
1: More people should watch that. And I think that they give him like, I don't even know how old that guy is. I could Google it, but I'm pretty sure he's either 19. He's been 19 for 15 years or he's like 45. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't care to look it up. I just, that's, he He looks really young and he's very creepy. I, and I, I see stuff on Twitter, like comparing him to, um you know, Ledger's Joker and I'm not, I, I don't want to get into that discussion because, you know, we're focusing on the Batman. I think they're two totally different characters and I can compare it to like the Jim Carrey Riddler, which would not have fit in this universe. Like that silly dancing around question mark suit. Um, I, I think that it's definitely like this was more of the Zodiac ex- inspiration. Yeah. And he and Paul Dano plays creepy insanely well like if if he like by the time he retires like he's going to be known as creepy characters like that's basically going to be his thing um but i thought he brought a lot of um a lot of like interesting take to the role of the riddler um he had 500 followers on whatever stream he was on which is a lot to me so good for him on that um <laughs> but yeah uh, i i just i think it was a good choice to bring riddler in for the for like this initial like to kind of leave a grounded universe and I like I like what they did with him. I think he did a great with the cat the character.
2: I don't know what do you guys think? Um <laughs> yeah yeah for me um you know this is this is some of the disconnects I have with the movie because I think the ideas that you're mentioning hands you know of you know having it be seven inspired you know having it be um, Zodiac inspired from Fincher I think that idea works and they definitely set the tone right in the opening scene with you know kind of having him be surprised you know right behind the mayor and you know I, I even right out of that first scene I'm like oh we're going for it here we're, we're we're diving in my problem with it is is that the execution in the final third of his character really let me down in um, just the fact of like it wasn't a full committal commitment to it it you know it kind of got a little bit dark knight rises he with the kind of last you know half of his plan um it just uh it did the character you know and there was there was the interaction that him and him and uh him and Pattinson have at the end there and the diner scene when they get him is really cool but both of those things are in the trailer and that is something to me. It's like, you don't need those points to sell me on this movie for the most part. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen did Dano did, did good. Yes. Was it more of a darker, you know, comparing it to the Joker type of thing? Was it a substitution for the Joker? Because we've been overloaded with Joker, you know, in the last, you know, even with the last, you know, I guess movie in this universe was the Joker 2019 probably, Um, but it just, it felt a little disconnected to me there. Uh, Greg, what about you for it? Um, Dano? Yeah. Not
0: a fan. I am a fan of Paul Dano. Not here though. Um, (laughs) uh, let me start with the Riddler character first. I I think, uh, it was a a big disappointment for me. Um, Mm. Riddler to me, I know, you know, seven inspired. He came off as a jigsaw wannabe for me, just with the little traps he was setting. I mean, even, yeah, even that that rat trap around dude's neck was reminiscent of, um, you know, one of the devices from the first Saw movie, and it's like, yeah. I just you know, it, it's whatever. It, it comes off derivative instead of being the Riddler, who was his own character. Um, I also didn't like the costume. <laughs> I mean, the guy's in a trench coat with a gimp mask on. Not a fan of that. um
1: i I will agree with that. like the mask was like I thought the mask like and there's um you know, I thought this was gonna be like more like not riddler it was gonna be more hush related. Mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people going in with that were gonna be like that uh, thought about that. um I I don't know what it is with like why like did they get this from Dark Knight Rises where they can't understand like they had to put subtitles like on <laughs> what he was saying with some things like because it was on TV because it's just like <laughs> I'm like what? Um, I continues. will agree with that. Like, yes. it was definitely like, like, it definitely, I think Bane, so they got the Dark Knight Rises inspiration with that from Bane because, uh, you know, they changed Bane's voice. Like, after a lot of people on like, test screens were like, what did he just say? And there's a lot of, a lot of that. They didn't need the mask, um, but yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> it was already in this portrayal where um, this <laughs> version of the character, both, I guess. Uh, was already on shaky ground for me. But like hair, it fell apart for me in the third act completely because that's when you get, number one, his motivation, which is, oh, boo-hoo, I grew up in an orphanage and there's rich people in the world. Well, yeah, that sucks. But like, you don't go around coming up with diabolical schemes based off that, like, just because you're an orphan. Like, it doesn't- That's why he's crazy. He's crazy. (laughs) It just, I don't know. I don't see it, like- there are plenty of other people, at least 30, according to him, that shared the room with him, uh, that go through the same experiences and did not become some diabolical schemer like he did. Uh, so I don't know. I had a loose.
1: this dude had a loose
0: wire. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, sure. uh, I mean, I don't know. I just, I thought it was weak and, you know, <clears throat> um, other thing with that too in the third act is uh you get that scene with him in arkham uh was it arkham or the police station i don't know it was i think it's
2: yeah i think it's arkham arkham yeah because it's a prison there's the screen in front of them oh
0: yeah 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 so where he has the one-on-one with batman and that's when dano just went way over the top for me like i thought I thought that scene was just laughable. I mean, he just starts screaming and he's like, oh, it was supposed to be me and you, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. It's like, you're a dude playing a dude playing crazy. You know, like you're not, I'm not buying that performance as a crazy person. I'm just buying it as you hamming it up, pretending to be crazy. So I don't know. It just, it didn't work for me. I didn't, every level of the Riddler in this, it just it wasn't the riddler uh and i get that you know you you can't have for a universe like this you can't have someone like jim carrey running around with yeah uh unitard and uh and a giant Watch cane and all, all that over. stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you can you can find a way to incorporate elements of the character from the comic without being this completely drastically different take on it and i, I don't know it's it's like i said i it, it came off as derivative and just totally disconnected from what that character is. That's just me.
1: That's fair. And that's what I'm seeing a lot of like, uh, you know, a lot of the people who have like some, like a lot of the negative points are like, I you either, I, I like Dano in the, in Arkham, like with that interaction with Batman, but I do agree that it is like over the top, but a lot of people that I know, they're like, we want it like an over the top, like Jim Carrey, Joker. Mm-hmm. I think this was the like closest you were gonna get to it, but at the same time, it's like I think it was a little a little overdone on Dano's part, but you know, uh Reeves liked it.
2: Yeah. I picture uh I picture I picture Dano being that way in his apartment as some type of you know, manic, crazy talking to himself, multiple yelling at himself in his apartment, probably getting multiple noise complaints. Um, you know, multiple times, and then trying to be cool and calm, collected in front of his followers and during the bat. So um, but you could yeah, I feel I felt like that was kind of bubbling around his character a lot and waiting for that. And I think that scene gives it to you. Um, and then I was gonna say, just just to put a bow on on the Riddler, for me, it was just like I, I get the wanting to do like Greg was saying, like wanting to do a different idea of a villain, and like I will say, like I think. You know, there's definitely the ideas there. Like, if you're going to commit to it fully, of like this is what your Riddler's going to be. Like, I think they did it well until like that final third where it's like, you know, all of a sudden he has this mass plan and he's revealing his plan. And again, I'm just going to say it, and it'll it'll be a through line for me. Just having the interrogation scene, having the diner scene in the trailer is a real put off for me, Um, and really depressing because you know you 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 feel like the movie's going to build up. To this scene, and there's going to be something after, and then you're watching the movie, and you get to about hour 2:30, and they're like, or hour two, two hours and 30 minutes, and they're like, Hey, Riddler's getting arrested, and it's like, Oh, we're like here at the end, and uh, I've seen this, and uh, yep, here comes the SWAT team, and yep, here comes the interrogation scene. It's like this is kind of awful, in my opinion. Um, you, you know what's so, like, a yeah. good
0: analogy to that or or i guess not an analogy but kind of like the opposite of that is Mm -hmm. and i promise i'm gonna keep the references to the dark knight a minimum but like i'm pretty sure in one of the dark knight trailers not the initial one i know that for sure but i'm pretty sure in one of them they had that scene of the joker in the police station where he's in the jail cell and he's clapping and it's like oh you know you you think that might be the end because the joker's been caught that's like the middle of the movie like yeah. he, there's a whole other act to that. The stuff we see for uh the Batman where Riddler is arrested and all that, like that's it's not quite the end, but it's on its way there. And it's like, like you're yeah, pretty why much did you show you, that
1: you're like pushing through. Like you're like, if not if you're not already in the third act, like you're in that. Like yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Super disappointing.
2: Right. Hands, what's the next character you want to touch base on?
1: Gordon Baby, mm. Jeffrey. Wright. Um I, I honestly love their bromance throughout this movie. Um, we don't really I think the closest that we've gotten to like a relationship is the Dark Knight trilogy with um, the Nolan trilogy, um, but I, I you don't really see them on screen too much together in those movies. Um, they have some interactions and they you know they help each other out. I feel like Gordon is like is like the right hand man for the Batman in this, and I and I think like. I love how their interactions, like, he's so soft-spoken, like Jeffrey Wright, where, like, and mm-hmm. everything he is, like, it, it kind of reminded me of his character in Westworld, um, where he's kind of, and, and for those who have watched it, where he's, I, I don't want to say almost robotic, because in Westworld he is, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, um, but, yeah. Um, I think he just has that like very really, like soft-spoken like like always like doesn't trust anyone around him and he's always like talking quiet in case anyone overhears and he's very like yeah. uh, he's definitely on that same pages um, of, of Batman of where they trust each other and Batman knows there's dirty cops and I think Gordon plays that off well to be like a trustworthy um, like ally for Batman and um, you know i just the man the way he calls him like throughout the movie he's like man like whatever like he's like come on man like he's like i'll try i trust you man like it's just very like i I love to see that because um you know batman doesn't well in this movie he has two friends but he doesn't have that many friends um i'm glad that he's like you know kind of at least has someone working with him um initially and it's good to see like batman I i don't I know in the animated series, like Gordon wasn't in the first season. He came like a little later, but um, I like how like, it looks like him and Gordon have been together for uh, like, at least since Batman started, like they built that rapport. And um, yeah, I, I I'm glad that Jeffrey Wright is like, he's like a phenomenal actor. Um, I haven't anything he's in. Like I, I think, Oh, I was actually playing last of us too. And he, um like, he has that voice. And he's in last of us too. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I like, who is that? And then I Googled, I'm like, Oh, it's Jeffrey Wright. Like he just has that like very identifiable calm, um, calm presence. And um, yeah, I thought he was uh, like a great Jim Gordon. I liked him out of the ones that we've seen in the past. I mean, I like him better than Gary Oldman um, and, and, he, and previously, but uh yeah, I, I think he's going to, he's definitely um one of the stronger ones and he has the most screen time as any other Gordon that I've, I think I've seen in Batman movies. No. So, um, Harry, what about you? I knew you were a big Jeffrey Wright guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. I love Jeffrey Wright. I mean, obviously you mentioned Westworld, uh, a phenomenal show. Um, Really good performance from him in The Friends Dispatch, uh, which I think might have been the last movie I've seen him in um, or the last movie he did besides this. Um, Yeah, big fan of this performance. Big fan of just the Gordon character in general. And I mean, if you're going to do a detective movie, I think it's probably pretty pivotal to have a good Jim Gordon. Um, in it to, to be your sidekick, um, I'd make a case that these two might have the best chemistry um, even in the movie together, because I think uh, with Selena Kyle, I think she's carrying a lot of that chemistry, um, not in a bad way. And I, I don't mean that is disparaging, but I think she's the highlight and the uh, the the stealer in that in that relationship with the bat. But, um, yeah, I just a uh, big fan of Gordon, big fan of a cop doing the right thing all the time. Um, with that, and big fan of uh, the Jim Gordon character, um, and yeah, Jeffrey Wright can do no wrong in my book, Papa. What uh, what about you? You feel the chemistry between the two? Do you like Jim Gordon?
0: I did. On pins and needles. Yeah. I no, I did. Um, I thought uh, uh, Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon was just fantastic choice. I think he knocks this role out of the park. Like you guys touched on the chemistry and the interactions between them just great um you know this is it's not drastically different from jim gordon that we know and love but there's enough unique flavor in this that that it's its own thing um while still being true to you know that character and and his relationship with batman so i just uh i i thought he did an awesome awesome job absolutely killed it uh one of the best castings for this movie in my opinion and um Hopefully we get to see uh, more of him. I'm not going to stack him up against the other Gordons, but uh, but I, I will say he's near, if not at the top. So,
2: yeah, 100%. Yeah. And like you were saying, Greg, I think I would be thrilled if even if like, let's say they did something different with the Batman um, again, um, I would be, I think it would, they'd be doing themselves a disservice by not putting him as, uh, as Gordon.
0: For sure. All right, hands. what's next?
1: Zoe oh, Kravitz's
0: Catwoman. Sorry, that that <laughs> last that the last, last chip, chip was a doozy. That last
1: hit chip hit hard. My God, my man's Ooh. firing up. <laughs> yep. Oh, sure am. Um, so, um, yeah. Talk about the fire Johnny of that. the
2: movie, you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Whew. Give me a second. All right. No, I thought Zoe was great. Um, she's definitely not like <sighs> I. I like her better than Anne Hathaway's Catwoman. Um, I don't like her better than Michelle Pfeiffer. I think she was still probably the best um version of Catwoman that we got. Um way better than Halle Berry because um I honestly forgot that existed until I saw they did, that. They did Halle somewhere. wrong.
2: They did Halle wrong. She didn't do anything. They, wrong. Did, a, they, they did they did a wrong. lot of things wrong with that movie. Um,
1: but um I, I could have honestly done without her side story with her um with her roommate and like how she was murdered and I, I think if you cut that out like maybe a deck, you probably could have cut like 20 25 minutes out of the movie with that. Um, I don't think it was necessary, but I do love how their relationship built between um, between Batman and Catwoman. Um, the one thing I, that I did, like, I, and I saw people complain. They're like, oh, they were together for like six days and they're already like hooking up and they're kissing and all that. And they don't really know each other. I'm like, they have better chemistry in that in that time frame than like Christian Baum and Anne Hathaway did before. Like she kisses him before he goes and blow oh. a nuke up. But I uh, know I'm, but I'm that's what I'm saying like but you know a, a lot of praise goes towards Nolan's story and and The Dark Knight Rises like Greg I don't want to dwell on that but I I think there was a lot I think the chemistry between these two characters like they spent a lot of time together and I think it was built up I think it was built up really well it reminded me of how um like the Keaton Batman how they built up that relationship through the movie um it's just a shame that neither of them, neither of them came back after that to like like in a sequel after Batman returns. Um but I the costume was very simple. I thought it was great for someone, you know, who is a cat like she's a cat burglar. Um yeah. and I I I actually did not and and Tim I think had told me um that I didn't know that Falcone was um her father and i think in a comic that's revealed maybe long halloween i think
0: yeah yeah so
1: i thought that was a cool twist that i didn't i that i if i knew i for, completely forgot so that was a cool twist on the story but still i think there was a lot going on in this movie that they took a little bit of the focus off of batman and put it on her but if but i, I i'm not going to complain about that because i think it 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 developed her character a lot more than we've seen in the past like with with Catwoman since Michelle Pfeiffer. So uh, I'm glad they kind of kept it in, but I feel like if they were to cut anything, that could have went first. But I mean, in terms of Zoe,
0: she was phenomenal. So, Greg? Hmm. Uh, so <clears throat> let me start off with her looks. I think she looked perfect as ah. Catwoman. See what oh, I oh, did there, nice. folks? to uh, roll that. Good. Yes, thank you. Uh, no, I thought she had the look of Catwoman down. Just absolutely dead on like it you cannot get closer than than what she was um so i appreciate the uh fidelity to the source material there um Mm. as far as her character i don't know i'm kind of on the fence like i thought she was okay uh in the role um i just i don't know i kind of expected more i think i wanted catwoman to be almost like an equal to Batman and she was not, uh, right. you know, she was kind of just an instrument for him to use in the movie and, rather than, you know, actually working side by side. And, uh, I wasn't really a fan of that choice. I, I think maybe my issue with this comes down more to the writing than the performance from Zoe. I thought she was fine, but I also, I, there wasn't anything that stood out for me and I know she's getting a lot of praise for this. Um, but I just—I uh, don't know. I it was okay. <laughs> like I, I wasn't—I yeah. wasn't disappointed. But at the same time, I I'm not like lavishing her with, oh, this is the best Catwoman ever. Looks wise, yes. But uh, I I don't know that this. If someone were to to say to me, "Who's your favorite Catwoman?" I don't know that this would be my choice. Harry, mm. what do you think about as uh, Zoe as Catwoman?
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the, the look for me was, was fine. Um, I think she looked great uh, as far as that's concerned. Cause I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not too picky on the costume, but for, for the true heads out there like G I'm happy um, and I'm happy G liked something about the movie. So that, that's always nice too. <laughs> After I just um, got
0: done praising Gordon. I mean, I, I yeah, well, like listen, listen, we're all, we're on a
2: streak. It's not going to last. <laughs> I'm trying to savor every moment of it now. Um, but I, I feel as though the she's really good in this movie because I think she leaves a lot to be desired or wanting to be explored. Um, And I think that's where a lot of people are coming from where it's like, dude, give me the Catwoman show, like, you know, six episode, you know, her doing a heist or, you know, you know, doing something um, for it. I, you know, Zoe, her, her eyes just pull you in. Um, She has a, she just has a presence in this movie that brings light to a very dark rainy city and, and story, um, and I think she she does a great job of it. I mean, I still would go Hathaway for me as as top cat woman. Um, maybe that's just because of the movie she comes in and, and the story that's told in that one compared to this one, you know. But um, you know, besides Gordon for me, you know, I think she would sneak ahead um of Pattinson as far as you know, would I like to see more or like to see her in another movie um i think they would i think it would be a smart decision to have her be in and i know they go their their separate ways at the end um for it but yeah i uh, would like to see more of her or you know a, a different story arc explored with her and i think i would watch it and zoe i think did did well uh in in the role for it and a big fan of her as well so
0: we still gotta like see more yeah for sure we still got a few other key roles hands what did you think about those um, Colin Farrell was, I, I <laughs> thought his performance was great as
1: Penguin. I thought his look was, I didn't even realize it was him. Like I knew it was him, but I mean, like, as you're watching the movie, you kind of look at it and you're like, Oh, like you forget. And I think there's one, the only time I actually realized it looked like Colin Farrell and, and you guys can like watch, look at the picture is after, um, during the car chase scene when he turns around and sees like the Batmobile coming out of the fire. That's the only time it looks like Colin Farrell. And that's why lo- I'm like, oh wait, I'm like there, yeah, there it is. But anytime, like, I thought his look was phenomenal. Um, I think he was a great penguin. Um, I, I much to the point where I would love to see him come back in a movie. I don't want to see a penguin TV series, and I, I think that's kind of like, I don't, I don't.
2: Yeah, news for I'm you. Not, I
1: yeah, I know, right? I uh, think you're I'm getting not it. in. I'm not in the realm of everyone needs their own movie, but. I'm gonna just go out and say I was wrong with shows like Peacemaker, where I thought Peacemaker was going to be a dumpster fire, and it is probably one of the, the best novel. things I've watched in the past
0: like year. Um, you need to get on that hair, yeah. Dude, it's it's, it's amazing.
1: I, I thought I was going to be dog s, but it's not. It's actually really good. Um, but on that note, like I don't, I I love his character, and I and I and I like how you know, they're building up to him being like, you know, the arms dealer, hopefully art arms dealer that he becomes like from the mm. comics. And, and um, he's not, I don't think he's over the top. Like he's not like Danny DeVito over the top. I think he's definitely a more realistic kind of crime boss that you would believe that would exist in this, this Gotham that they built. Um, but I think out of the casting, I think it was great. Um, I, I, I want to see a more in the sequel. I don't want to see a, a six or seven episode uh, limited series of them. So, hmm.
2: um, Harry. interesting. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I think, I think you might be, might be wrong on that. Take hands. Cause, uh, I mean, successive peacemaker, I think is going to set something up. And this is something that I think is interesting to compare the DC universe compared to the Marvel universe with, I mean, I know they're both doing spinoff shows, but it, you know, I mean, listen, they hit it out of the park with peacemaker. We'll see. Um, but I think it's an interesting character and an interesting actor to have lead your your next series for. Um, I'll be interested to see if it's a prequel or a sequel to the movie with, with that. Like, I think there is a way that you could go with, um, you know, John Totoro's Falcone in in this prequel and kind of touch base on that route um, or maybe have it, you know, go, go through the thread line of, of the Batman movie. Um, you know, and kind of touch base on both parts there uh, before and after. Um, But I I felt like he brought a little bit of light and humor to the movie as well. Um, Not similar to Zoe. Zoe Kravitz, I felt brought just, you know, uh, pleasantry. And I mean, even in a dark world of just being like, she's on screen, this is electric. I feel like at least there was a slight comedic aspect to the, to the penguin. Um, You know, my wife turned to me after and said, where was Colin Farrell? And when I mentioned him and I said, what do you mean? And she said, he was in that movie. And I said, yeah, he was the penguin. And she said, if he was Batman." No, he wasn't. And I said, <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. He played Batman while Robert Pattinson played Bruce Wayne. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so I mean, listen, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people will feel that way after the movie. Um, but I, you know, listen, I've, I haven't watched the Peacemaker show. I don't know if I watched the penguin show, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they go that route. And, um, it'll be interesting to see because I think it's, I think it's a smart move to kind of touch base on some characters that people like coming out of the movie, um, you know, or that stand out, you know, I'd watch, I'd watch a Jeffrey Wright six episode, you know, Gordon dealing with the mysteries of the leftover by the Riddler or by the Riddler sidekick or somebody um, to lead into something else. So I think there's, there's a strong case to say, this could be the future um, in that case, but uh, you know, I'm getting off into another topic uh, with that. So colin farrell's penguin uh greg thoughts on that one will the streak continue a positive vibes from g on, uh, on the movie
0: so i'll break this up into two again i'll break it up into looks versus performance um looks <laughs> i thought he looked fantastic um yeah. he was unrecognizable which is a good thing uh he looked like the penguin and uh, although i will say it is funny um there's a meme going around shout out to my uh curb your enthusiasm fans but it's like you you paid colin farrell to go through hours of makeup just to look like richard kind instead of actually hiring richard <laughs> kind um because he does oh, kind of look like Fair. Richard Fair. Kind. Yeah, he does uh, but um but yeah no i thought the the looks of it uh i thought he was fantastic um performance oh this did not hit for me at all and this was mm. something like I I felt this way from the first time we saw him in the trailers and I was just hoping that it was just the particular, you know, seconds that they showed us. But like he felt like a reject from the Sopranos, like he's not an Italian mob boss type dude. Like, I mean, yes, he has a criminal enterprise, but like he's not speaking like you guys, Italian accent, you know. Pardon my terrible acting. I am not a professional actor, but I can judge those who are. Um, (laughs) uh, And I just, it it didn't hit for me. So I don't know if that was Colin Farrell's choice or if that was Matt Reeves saying, hey, I want you to play it up like this. But like, it just, it was comical. All right, but not in a good way for me. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. And as far as, you know, a Penguin limited series, I would literally watch, a limited series about any other character with the exception of maybe the Riddler. I wouldn't watch that either, but <laughs> choose any other character from this movie. And I'll watch that happily penguin or Riddler. No, thanks. I'm, I'm good. I'm I don't need it. I don't I know. Don't think, <laughs> I <think laughs> yeah. Fair.
2: I mean, I, I think it's fair. I mean, I, I can see both sides of the coin on it with it, with this performance. I mean, um, you know, but for me, I think I think it did bring a little bit of of actual funny humor and uh, enjoyability. Like I like when he when he sees
0: him as Bruce, he's like, "Hey kid, how you doing? Good to see you." Yeah, it was um, just it was hammy to me, <laughs> and like that's that makes both major villains. Well, I don't know if you could call Penguin a major villain in this movie, probably not. But like, as far as well known Batman rogues gallery villains, yeah, like both of them come off hammy to me, and it's like. So where's the threat if I'm laughing at this dude because of mm. the poor performance, you know?
1: Interesting. I would love to see him just eat like fish, like the Danny DeVito one, where he just yeah. like the gross scenes in that movie. Uh, so,
0: yeah. But if you don't mind, hands, I am I am going to take the next casting uh, since we're we're kind of on top of uh, this villain uh, situation and talking about that. And that's uh, John Turturro as uh, Carmine Falcone i loved him i thought he was tremendous uh looked the part got a great performance out of it you know he 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 played that cool my boss that you know we've we've seen maybe not from him but like for me his his performance that i always go back to and granted maybe maybe this is just because it stood out this movie stood out so well for me is because i go back to him uh his characters in the Transformers movies, uh. and I—I I know, I know, <laughs> and he's so like over the top and terrible in those. He's a fantastic actor. He's been in many, many great things yeah. in great roles, but I always tend to go back to that and think of him as that character. And then I see something like this, and it just blows me out of the water. Like I just—he was so good in this movie and and very understated and menacing. Um, and able to, you know, kind of manipulate people, which is how he got into power. So I I don't know. I just, uh, I love this casting. Uh, Harry, what'd you think about uh, John Turturro? Yeah,
2: I thought he was great. Um, Definitely for me, one of my favorite roles that he was in was in Rounders. He plays a very calm, cool, kind of collected guy in that. I Probably channeling a little bit of energy for that. Um, I'm not going to lie, for probably the first... Even though there's there's a poster in, like, uh, the beginning of the movie that says, like, uh, Maroney, like, gets, uh, like his crime ring is over. Uh, for probably the first half an hour, I thought Maroney and Falcone were, like, one and two of the same. I couldn't remember, like, what John Totoro, which one he was, if he was Maroney or if he was Falcone. And then, like, it kind of started to click after but, yeah, that's a little bit of an embarrassing moment for me because there was a lot of Maroney talk and a lot of Falcone talk. And I was like, I don't know where we're who we're talking about. Um, but as far as his performance, yeah, it's very it's very calm. It's very cool. You know, the way he talks to Bruce, you know, the way he, you know, sits down in, in the, the small sections like with him. You know, he kind of has, you know, that that you know and i get maybe it's just because i just saw the movie recently but that godfather mentality of like marlon brando of like people come to me if if they want anything to happen in this town and that was a that was a thread for me with the movie that worked where it's like everybody goes to falcone every like we nobody wants to say it but like he runs the town and like you can just kind of see that from like the just the way his character is shown and you know kind of you know the the moments he has in the movie. So yeah, another big highlight for me. Um, positivity uh, when it comes to this for it. So hands. Um, well, interesting to see if you disliked him. Given uh, no, how much I I
1: movie. I I loved it. I loved his character. Nice. Um, John Turturro I, and like Greg. I, I usually go back to Transformers or um, you know what? I, I noticed he was in a couple weeks ago that was on TV. Mister Deeds. He's the butler in Mister Deeds, yes. and I always forget yeah. he's in that.
0: And a I Jesus always thought he was in, like a... uh, the big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah.
1: Um, and one of my other, uh, like one of my favorite movies, Oh Brother, where Art gal Like mm, he's definitely mm. high on the, uh, on the Coen brothers list, um, like on their older movies. I thought he was, he was fantastic. Um, he, he fits that, like, you know, said that mob mentality. Um, and I'm, I'm actually mad that they, they kind of off them early. <laughs> I, I think he could have been a really cool character to have in like sequels, um, especially with like, see how maybe a
2: prequel penguin show. I don't that's know. okay.
1: We don't need that. Nope. Um, but I think it would have been cool. Like, maybe as like a side story for the next one to have like maybe him and the penguin go at it for like kind of the like their right like penguins rise to power. Um, yeah. I-, I think that the way he was he was off was kind. Of, I don't want to say cheap, but I you know I I think that he was one of the standouts because I always see him as like a silly character and really over the top silly. Um, I thought he fit really well in here. I, I whenever I see him in a movie or whatever, I'm like, oh, like not in a bad way, but I'm just like, I don't think it's going to fit this this one. And um, yeah, I love it. Hmm.
0: So there's great good, good stuff. And there is uh, one other major character that uh, we haven't discussed yet. And uh, that would be your Venom. Let there be carnage director. Andy Serkis, uh as Alfred, uh, Alfred Pennyworth. <laughs> Harry, what are your thoughts on uh, Andy Serkis?
2: Listen, um, I I feel as though it's hard to have an opinion on him because I feel like in a three-hour movie uh, that focuses, it's called a Batman movie, there isn't much Alfred in this film. Um, it's a very subdued performance. It's kind of like he's like, I don't want to call it a stepfather, but like a guardian to Bruce. And there isn't much communication between the two of them, other than like two scenes. Um, apparently they don't like to answer each other's calls or they're not sitting by the phone. Otherwise it could have saved them from opening a bomb. Um, you know, not high on the, on the call list, I guess uh, you know, if that's continuously ringing um, you know, I guess like I, I didn't think it would be like the Michael Caine role. And I, you know, I'm trying to, I don't really have too many fond memories of of previous Alfreds. Maybe that's just my, you know, non-concentration on the character. Um, But, you know. Well,
0: Alfred Gao played him in the other four movies. So this is only like. The third well, I, Alfred? Uh, well, this will be the fourth because you had Jeremy Irons also. But
2: oh, right, yeah. I mean, but who 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 pays attention to anything? I right forgot that until you just mentioned it. So. Yeah. Um. <laughs> listen. Uh So. So for me, it was a little bit of a letdown in that regard, and I, I would have liked to have seen more about that relationship, and maybe that's something that they can explore in the future. But you know, maybe I'm going too originy with like the, my feelings on it, where it's like, hey, let's like get the tone of like him. Or like a flashback scene where Andy Circus is yelling at him and or maybe doesn't understand him or something. But I just felt like they kind of use the explosion to be like, you got Venom to shoot, right? Like you can go ahead and do that. We'll put you in the hospital for a little while. Um Obviously, I don't even think he's <laughs> the best director uh, on set. I think Paul Dano, a little film called Wildlife, if you haven't seen it, uh worth checking out. So he doesn't even rank in best directors on uh, on set either um and put him behind matt reeves so he's number three um but yeah i was uh i was let down by this hands uh i mean you've been praising everything here am i am i wrong here or am i seeing am no. I missing something
1: no you're that that's good and you know um Circus worked with Reeves on the last two Planet of the Apes movies. So he got like a fantastic performance out of them there. Mm. Um, I, I CGI. It's I, still though. I mean, there was no, so I many know, talks man. of like Circus should have been nominated for an Oscar. Circus and I was completely robbed. agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, he did a, a, he had a fine performance for what he, what he did. He did like Harry said, there wasn't too much screen time. I, I'm not going to hate him now in terms of like he, out of the other Alfreds, I'd like, be probably have less screen time than Jeremy Irons, um, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but was he better than like Michael? I'm not going to rank him. I mean, yeah, yeah he yeah. was he was fine.
2: I, I feel I think like he... they did a lot of replacing Gordon with him in this. Like Gordon was kind of more of the father figure in this in this one.
1: Yeah. I, and, you know, I, I and Andy Circus is a, no no one's ever going to say he's not a good actor. I don't think there was a lot for him to do. He was sitting down cracking codes and, and laying in the hospital bed. Like that was it. Yeah. So I would I, I, if they, you know, if he, he'll be in the sequel, I'm assuming. So I would like to see him have a little more that money stuff to do. But yeah, I mean, he kind of was just there. Like you, you could have taken him out of the movie and it's still like, I know it makes Bruce a little more like thinking that he didn't have anything else to lose. And I like that. They added that in but you could have taken that out and and substituted Maybe something happening to Gordon or something happened to Selena. Like there were a handful of other characters you could have done that to and not done it to Alfred, but you know, I, you can't have, I feel like you can't have Batman without Alfred in a movie. So I, I think it's, you know, I'm glad that they put him in. He's a great actor. Hopefully he has a little more in the sequels. So,
0: yeah. Um, I will say that I, uh, well first of all he doesn't look like alfred let me get that out of the way but <laughs> they have yet to cast anybody that's actually looked like alfred so i can't blame them too much for that but um yeah i just i wasn't a fan here i i love andy circus and everything that he's been in that i've seen as an actor i've really enjoyed um but here a long shot yeah <laughs> but here it just uh <laughs> was not um it wasn't for me he comes off as like he comes off as a weaker version of better past performances and mm. he, he just you know like he kind of comes off as like the jeremy irons alfred but uh just not as strong or not intimidating that's not the right word but like i i don't know i just i didn't enjoy it and yeah, there wasn't much of a connection seemingly to, to Bruce, you know, Alfred is uh, a mentor and a father figure and um, a brother uh, and a caretaker all kind of like wrapped in one and you don't really get much of any of that in this like, Oh, here, here's your cufflinks. Put these on like, okay, cool. Great. Um, The, the helping him with solving the puzzles Sure, I guess, like you know, it shows Alfred's intelligent but not intelligent enough to realize there's a bomb right in front of him. Uh, I don't people know. people are getting killed off one by one by the Riddler. Let's open that package. Yeah, exactly. And then having his uh, his backstory be that of a circus performer or something was a strange choice. I don't look, mm. I'm not gonna pretend to be entirely up on the Pennyworth family history but um watching I, the show yeah well, you're not yeah, watching def- that pennyworth show or whatever definitely the hell not called. watching that garbage but um <laughs> i uh i don't think ever there was an iteration where he was a circus performer i i not to my knowledge and if there was why choose that aspect to play up because it's not the common iteration of him so it's just i don't know it was it was very strange very Do you think strange. him and Robin ran in the same circles?
1: I that, I think that I, I honestly that's gonna be like maybe how they're gonna introduce like Holy Dick Grayson Bruce. or something. Yeah, he's someone from the Flying Grayson. He reminds me yeah. of me when I was his age or yeah. whatever. Some dog. Look at the I way just, he
0: does twirls. Yeah, look. Or, just or, or, I don't. Or I don't. it'll
1: be like his like grandson or some goofy stuff like that. Yeah, like, I don't know. Whatever. So circus. Now circus circus you're making me hate the movie. <laughs>
0: mission accomplished uh yeah i don't know circus just didn't do it for me um all right so that's that's pretty much it as far as like the major casting goes why don't we talk a little bit about production design like some of the things Mm. uh you know that we saw in this movie how about the the costume and the batmobile uh let's talk about that stuff let's go first? Bat tech i'll talk Bat tech okay um
2: so given, given the fact that this this Batman is a little newer to the game, he seems like kind of a gearhead. Um, so it wasn't surprising that his Batmobile would be more, uh, I guess, showy. Um, really, really like that design. Um, it was a little different um, compared to, you know, I guess, you know, not that I'm a, a child of the Nolan movies because I was an adult, but, um, But like, I really enjoyed the kind of high tech version of of Batman being like, hey, I'm rich and I'm showing off all the toys I have. This one was a little bit more toned down when it came to that. Um, The suit, it's it's actually funny. I was watching The Dark Knight and right before Batman gets the new suit um, in it. And I was like, that suit looks a little a little stale. And uh, then it's like he gets the new suit. But I didn't mind the suit um, look. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty, pretty good in my opinion, but again, I'm not your go-to guy for suits. Um, I think as long as it looks like the Batman, I think you're, you're fine. Um, You've hit it. Uh, And, uh, but no, really enjoyed the car. You know, I really wish, I mean, I guess it's, you know, easy to see that one coming down the street. Um, But I mean, it's raining all the time. So maybe, maybe it's a hard one to find. Um, But really like the design of that really like the kind of, you know, introduction scene of the engine parent and the lights on it. That was, that was, I thought really cool, especially uh, given, you know, the, uh, the look of the film and how, you know, dark and rainy it was. um, I'm still feeling that.
1: Like, I'm still feeling the, the, like the vibration of like being in the theater.
2: But, but one thing that I, that I know you had a problem with Papa that I'll, that I'll touch on really quick um, is the uh, I guess, I don't know what you would call it. The suit that he puts on when he flies. (laughs) um again i'll just say if like this is where this is where like it didn't lose me is like you have a young batman he's been doing the role for two years he obviously has some access to tech but not too techy. he doesn't seem to be putting that money to good use he seems to be buying auto parts so it made sense to me that his ability to fly would be a little stunted um I guess I'm thinking, like, kind of, what was it, Batman Begins, maybe, where there was another issue that I recall with, like, trying to fly. Um, But maybe I'm I'm getting that wrong. Um, But um, anyway, Um, but, yeah, I didn't mind it too much because, and, you know, he kind of falls flat on his face with it. Um, So maybe in his head he's saying... I need to get another redesign on this. So, so Papa, what did you, what did you think about it? I know you just threw it out, but what were your thoughts on uh, some of the design choices?
0: Uh, Yeah. So I'll start with the costume first. Um, Was not a fan of this new version. I hate the stupid gun as the bat symbol. Thought that was. Mm. Is, is
1: that the, like, was that confirmed? Like I know early in the production, like when they released it, but then like, doesn't that turn into like the
0: batarang? Like, yeah, I mean, he turned it into a batarang, but like, but is it? I it, look. I don't know that it was confirmed, but it looks like guns, and it doesn't yeah. look like a bat. So I'm in your. I'm, I'm in your, I'm in your
1: like. You're like same with that. Where I'm like, I assume they were like the guns.
0: Yeah, I did. I thought it was mm. cool that he popped it out and made it a batarang, but like, other than that, it it doesn't look like a bat. It just looks like a gun, halved, like vivisected yeah. and and put in a poor shape of a bat. Um. The costume itself uh, looked too over the top and clunky for my liking. It it reminded me a lot of the Arkham games. Like it took inspiration from that seemingly. And I'm not a fan of that version either. Uh, I don't know. It just it doesn't seem practical. Like I said, it seems too clunky. Uh, The cape looked dumb being so short, like it went to the back of his knees. Uh, and it wasn't scalloped either, which like, if you're going to make the cape that short, at least make it scallops where it has the little points on the end. Uh, so at least it looks like a bat, but instead it just looked like Superman's cape. Uh, I, I don't know. It didn't work. And it like stood out like a sore thumb to me whenever I was watching him on screen. And I still don't know what those things on his gauntlet were either. Like, I don't think he used those, those like metal lines, like I I assume they were like like
1: Black Widow, like shockers.
0: Sure. Okay. (laughs) That's
1: what I mean. Like, I don't think he used them. So I I, I can't confirm that.
0: But it's like, why design something and then, you know, it doesn't even. Not use it. Yeah. Come into play. So I don't know. Uh, And then as far as the flying squirrel bat costume that Harry was talking about, absolutely hated it. It looked exactly like a flying squirrel, which is cool, but he's not Flying Squirrel, man. He's Batman. Um, look, I think, and I hate to go back to the Nolan movies, but like they, Batman shouldn't be flying anyway because he doesn't fly. Uh, we're, we're gliding for that matter. But if you're going to do it the way that the Nolan movies did it, where they had the, uh, not memory foam, but like memory material or whatever it was where it formed into a hang glider and he could kind of soar makes enough sense where you can suspend disbelief. This is like, too realistic to the point where it just looks silly uh like i mean it's probably the most practical thing uh that's what i guess base jumpers use or whatever but like it looks stupid it, it doesn't look like batman it just looks like a guy jumping off a building in a flying squirrel costume that's squirrel man look out yeah. everyone exactly so there was that uh as far as the batmobile goes very, very cool. Uh, this Batmobile might be my favorite iteration of the Batmobile. And yeah, that wow. intro scene where uh, the afterburner kicks on and it's just the sound wall that comes at you. I, like, I swear, I felt the wind rushing at me <laughs> as the afterburner kicked on. Very cool intro to the Batmobile. Very cool design. They they uh, really knocked it out of the park with that. I'm, I'm very partial to the 89 Batman Batmobile, but if this... Hmm. This, this definitely ties it probably even tops it. So hands, what do you think uh, about the costume and the batmobile? um I, I thought I guess
1: in terms of the costume like I think that like the whole guns bat thing like I, I I'll ignore it like I think I, I'm not as down as it on you as you are but I I'm kind of just like all right like maybe he'll change it and, and we'll get a new upgraded batsuit. Um, in terms of looking like the Arkham games, I agree, but uh, like I'm like different from you. I love everything about the Arkham games. I love the costume, and I I love like I, and I'm not being biased because I think the Arkham series is one of my favorite series in like video games. Um, but I, I absolutely love the design of that. Um, I, I there this one is a little rough, um, you know, like you said with the cape, the squirrel suit, uh, the flying squirrel suit. I, I didn't there's a shot in the trailer of where he's like zipping by i thought what that was was him just flying by with the cape like like the um the nolan mm-hmm. um the nolan suit what and i'm having was? like the i'm like yeah and i'm having like a mandela effect because i feel like i've seen batman previous to nolan glide and either like some kind of like is some kind of form of it whether it was the animated or maybe I'm thinking of the Arkham games where like you can glide in that with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But um, I thought that's what it was. I think the whole turning into a squirrel suit was a little goofy and he uses it once and it's it ended horribly for him um, where he like ends up hitting a car or something. Uh, yeah, it it's I'm, a lot of the stuff like I'm chalking it up to. He's still fairly new to Batman and he's still figuring it out. So he's going to start getting to the point where we're going to get like, like some better tech where maybe the Cape, you know, he fixes it. And and I, I but I, I'm just like, I
0: don't know. I will. See. Now, hold on a second. I don't want to hear any of this nonsense about better tech. And he's still new because he got frigging eye implants that can record. Well, that's he what he's using spent all those. his money
1: towards the eye implants. He's, and got he the, and
0: he have- he's got the souped up Batmobile. He's got the, uh you know, the costume and everything like clearly, He's been around the block. He knows what he's doing. You he tell me he could figure out a way. Money. Yeah, I mean, like you, you couldn't. <laughs> I you think couldn't figure I out think, a way to make this look cooler.
2: I think him and Alfred need to take another look at the books. See what their what their profit yeah. margins are. See sure, where sure. see where they're spending. See yeah. where they could lose a little bit. And get I get think after that, that flying it. squirrel experience, he's like, listen. Alf buddy, we gotta we gotta get in there and we gotta figure out what we're doing in case if I gotta fly again. So they're gonna
1: they're gonna do like it they did in the in the dark night where he goes to get a new suit and he's like they say he can turn his neck now. Like now, like they're yeah. gonna do something he's like, how's it do a deal against cars? And it's mm-hmm. like they're gonna give him a new cape or something. Yeah, he didn't get any of that renewal money back. <laughs> so yeah, uh, um Bat- in terms of the Bat- I loved it. I I I think I said a word that we I'm not going to say on the podcast when that thing was revving up and it was getting louder and louder and like my like not only was like my hair sticking up like my whole body was like vibrating and it was like I was sitting on like laying on top of the IMAX speaker and I the, the design of it I wasn't completely sold on it being a muscle car like when they first released it mm. and this like seeing it in action and seeing it like rev up and like how it sounded like all those are out the window now like i i absolutely think this was uh, fantastic i like it better than the tumblr from dark knight that was just a mini tank and i think this is more of realistic like a more realistic batmobile um but yeah i i just i that i still like am thinking about it like i tried watching like a bootleg copy of it and i'm like nah it's still not the same thing like i would pay like 20 bucks to go back and just like i'll show up late just to watch that scene again and and you know i i that'll be like one of those things where like someone's like oh like tell me a a movie theater experience you never forget and that'll be that's like top three so i I, it was amazing i i I love that i got to hopefully they built like like, a lego one of it i'll buy it so i'm gonna start souping up my nissan robe and look like it
0: nice i too have a nissan rogue i won't be souping it up but i will I uh, enjoy i'll live by will try three euros. yeah <laughs> um all right so let's talk about uh i guess the the movie itself you know let's let's dive into story aspects or you know uh characters um you know what what did you guys think of any of this stuff the the, the way it was filmed and shot the cinematography of it what did, i don't know
1: there's a this, lot the cinematography in this movie is is i have not in a superhero movie like ever, like i have not seen better cinematography like i cannot remember in it's like in a like not necessarily like like just like you know a lot of people say like how marvel movies are shot and all like i and, and dc movies like i think they they do really well like they do pretty good with cinematography like i know a lot of people down um like uh batman versus superman but i think that had like a really cool a lot of cool visual aspects to it this like a lot of practical shots are in this movie that you don't realize it until like like the one scene where he's getting shot in the hallway is i learned the Mm -hmm. other day was like practical like they had actual gun muzzles that were lighting up the hallway as like as he was running at them like i honestly they probably shot pattinson like 10 times And he probably like knowing the way they were doing this, like, but they lit up the whole room with that. The flare scene is lit up. That's all practical. Like there's no, I think Reeve said that there's almost no other lighting in that other than maybe one or two things like one or two, like mini lights. But I I just think like some of the visual aspects of this movie are, are like, you can't take away, like, even if you don't like the movie or like you, you kind of left disappointed. You, I feel like you can't say like that. This wasn't like a beautifully shot movie. And there's a lot of cool, like, even, like, it rains a lot, but I think they use the rain, like, not to be, like, all artsy farty. like, they, I think they use the rain as a character, like, and and they use it to, like, really bring out other characters, and like, how they're looking, like, some of the shots that they're going through the movie, like, I, I just think it's so, like, a, a, such a well-shot movie, um, and a lot of that goes to, like, Reeves, I mean, Reeves the Planet of the Apes, the last two, he did Cloverfield, they're all, I mean, Cloverfield, I don't want to say it's a great shot movie, it's just someone running around with a camcorder but they did a really good job with it um but i, I think just that that the that design of it was like I, I keep thinking about different scenes in it that were like my favorite shot and a lot of them are just it just it. another one like can you think of a different like yeah that was like fantastic fantastic so i think from that aspect like i, I it's great um story-wise i thought it was good um i <laughs> There how many times did they use the word renewal in this movie? Uh that's the one mm. thing I had like they kept saying renewal like and, and at one point like Ryder screaming it. He's like renewal. Like
0: <laughs> if you play a drinking game where you take a shot every time they a say renewal, b say vengeance c sing ave maria or d sing a nirvana song you're gonna be dead from alcohol you're, you're, poisoning
1: you're gone you're yeah. gone before like the for like the third riddle um yeah I, and i think that that was that was cool like i think they did a good job for a story of setting up where they're gonna go in terms of like i didn't want to batman origin story i wanted like i wanted an already established batman similar to like the keaton batman I don't like, you know. I, I know the one of the gripes you said that you had before is like you don't want to see his parents die, which is great because we've seen that we saw that like in so many different movies and stories, and we see it in the Watchmen, and in the beginning opening credits of the Watchmen. Like enough, like relax, and um, I don't need to see that. So I'm glad that they 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 really focused a lot on the characters. Like I don't necessarily say this is an action movie, like it is, but I think I feel like this was definitely more relied on character development. Um, and to see where they're going for the future um, but I, I, I you know I, it's without going like bit by bit to the story I thought it was great I thought there were really cool twists and turns with it um, and you know I I think that they set up a lot of cool things that they can do in the sequels um, but yeah
2: I mean I'll, I'll, I'll pass it over to you guys Herr? yeah yeah um, going off of uh, your point um it kind of uh about like if like not having it it kind of felt very uh, origin e to me especially when they're like he's two years into the role um but like i it, it felt like it tried to toe the line of being like an established batman and being established as you know especially with the opening scene um you know and that kind of touches based on the soundtrack a little bit with um you know, the score for the film, which I thought was incredible and really good. And I thought the music was a good choice considering, again, this all goes back to like the tone for me. Um, And it's like, I feel like this is, you know, when we think about Batman or when I do, it's like, I always default to Nolan's Batman, but like this definitely establishes a different tone, a different world. My problem is, is, and again, this is all used in the trailers all three like you know the two songs for the most part nirvana and uh what anna ave I, I maria, never did ave, maria. ave maria and and the score like and my my one issue with the score which it, i thought it was an incredible score um was that it really didn't really have a climactic point to me it kind of felt very one notey, um where like it would build up in certain points and then kind of hit the same notes every time it didn't feel like it maybe maybe that was just me and you guys can let me know if you guys thought differently on that um but yeah there was that element i mean we talked a little bit about cinematography with it uh greg frazier was uh i believe i'm greg frazier was his name uh who was the cinematographer on this he recently uh just got nominated for for dune part one doing the cinematography and that so he kind of knows what he's doing he also uh was nominated for lion and uh, he did zero dark 30 vice and star Wars Rogue one. So hmm. he's been around the block um, different style to, to Wally fitzer, who, you know, again, I, you know, I'm, I'm the one who's going to do it it to Nolan movies. Um, but this is, this is, this was my big thing when people take like set photos and they're like, Oh, look how crappy this is going to look or this, you know, and don't get me wrong. I think Greg saw early photos and was like, this doesn't look good. And I think actually seeing it in the movie um, does it a little bit more justice. And I think that's a kudos to, to Reeves and to Frazier for that. Um, but you know, I think, I think Greg was already colored by, uh, you know, his, his thoughts on the suit, um, for it. So, um, but yeah, I think, um, I think overall it had a, like, there, there are some shots in it that stay with you, but again, you know, I, I feel like a broken record. My complaint is, is like a lot of these are shown in the trailer or a lot of these are shown in, in you know the 32nd trailer and it's just so disappointing to me that there wasn't more meat on this bone um to be able to chew you know and it's a 3 hour runtime that was that's another gripe that I have is I felt like afterwards I was I was kind of getting in certain moments and don't get me wrong it pulled me back in in certain times but there were certain moments where I was like dude we got another hour and a half of this um you know and I don't say I not I don't mean that begrudgingly but like it's a long film and and there there are some moments where i i wish i you know could have been a a fly on the wall and been like hey why are we doing this or like do we think we should maybe tell this story um because i feel like it does ride that origin slash establishment um you know line and doesn't pick a side on it but but papa what are your what are your thoughts on some of the things uh with production
0: so i'll touch base on the score first i thought um well not the score i guess the soundtrack but uh like i mentioned ave maria maria and uh nirvana just overused i get that they were going for a tone but like come on guys listen Uh, if they don't use that in the trailer like i'm totally
2: like in i feel like more on it like i feel like i was like all right here we go nirvana's playing or you know, but it's like, I just oh, do. I'm sorry. I'm frustrated. Do you on think Go, if on, they okay. Go ahead. This,
1: if they released a soundtrack, it's just going to be every version of Ave Maria like that they play <laughs> and every version of like Nirvana, but it's like, it ends with Paul Dano singing Ave Maria One hundo for sure.
0: <laughs> um uh, As far as the score goes, I thought Michael Giacchino did a, a really good job with it. Mm, um, yeah, I will say hair. I, I do agree with you. I think that, uh, and granted, hey, it's a movie about Batman. The movie is called yeah. The Batman. But the the theme you hear constantly is the Batman's theme, like his his main theme in the score. Uh, I feel like they, like, it's a really, really great piece. But they, I feel like they might have overused it just a little bit where it doesn't have the same impact that it should. Um, just seeing it, I mean, the, the movie, is heavy on batman as as you know we've discussed there's not a lot of bruce so to play that almost every time he pops up is like it kind of lessens the impact a bit um i could just i could just
2: picture reeves on set uh reeves uh what are you what are you thinking for this scene um listen more rain uh get get the buckets pouring and um batman's in this right throw throw
0: throw the batman score on it let's get it that banger. hit that banger yeah (laughs) Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's my piece on the music, uh, you know, cinematically, I think the cinematography was, uh, pretty good. I wasn't as over the moon about it as, uh, you were hands, but uh, there were some, some pretty shots there. Um, I, I, won't, uh, disagree. Uh, I gotta say though, the filming, this, this particular scene, really just stood out for me in and not in a good way and that's the car chase scene i thought it was a mess cinematically um the editing and the camera shots were all over the place i thought they were terrible you could barely keep up and tell what was going on uh you know the the fixed camera of here's bruce driving or batman driving here's uh penguin driving like you know okay sure but i i don't know i just i wasn't a fan of it it was uh not i mean i have a fairly strong stomach but it was almost nauseating i just wasn't into it at all um only decent part of that scene i thought was when it was over and i don't mean that as a joke i mean that as like uh when the batmobile comes flying through the fire okay you have me from that point on like that's in the the trailer as well (laughs) yeah in the trailer as well that and then you know batman gets out and he's slowly walking up and you see uh you know you see the feet uh very cool um so i enjoyed the end of that scene but the car chase itself i thought was just shoddily done um
1: i'll, I'll agree with you on that like i think it was i i enjoyed the car chase but like i i but i i don't know i guess i would have to see it again to kind of like i i don't I feel like I wasn't focusing too much on the filming of that, like that mm-hmm. scene. I agree. Like I, I wish, and and to, to um, Harry's point with trailers, I wish they would have left that last shot of him walking up like in the movie. I think, and you know, it's all about drawing crowds in and a lot of people. Yeah. I feel like they were still trying to build, um, build, you know, excitement for this movie like a year ago. Um, but you were already going to have the excitement or the, 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 the want to see factor here. And I think that last shot, like I, I that was probably my second or third favorite shot in the movie. I I wish they didn't use that in the trailer. So I I, I agree with Harry where trailers
2: are a little getting a little ridiculous with some yeah. movies. Yeah. So I mean, I don't mean to keep harping on it, and I should maybe be considered It's a valid point. It really. But is. I, I, it's, I sh- it, it's tough because it's like this movie was supposed to come out so long ago, and it's like all like. You know, honestly, like I think this is one of the few movies that like got a release date at some point and maybe stuck to it. But it's like I felt like every time I went to the movies, because I go a little bit more frequently than you guys, it was like the Batman trailers on because it's like they got nothing else to promote. And like so but from that aspect of it, it's like, you know, that that's where I would go with the with the story where it's like there doesn't seem to be any more meat on this bone that they could have pulled be beside. Like, I feel like this movie has pieces of, of brilliance or moments of brilliance or scenes or arcs of the story that like are intriguing and like I'm there for, but then just get let down by either, you know, the the end of the of the story, as we mentioned with Riddler's arc or, you know, just like and the chase scene, I will say is a little nauseating. I, I don't think it's because, again, this is a scene full of rain. Um, I do like the focus on the Penguin in that scene where it's like he's kind of, you know, the the vocals of it while Batman just kind of being steely and cool and driving uh, real cool. Um, you but, know where I saw that yeah. before?
0: Batman Returns when they did the exact same <laughs> thing. When penguin was riding and controlling the little Batmobile. Yeah. Yeah. Except Not I could tell all. what was going on in that scene.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think you got a little clearer towards the last half of it. But yeah, definitely the start of it. Uh, there's definitely some, uh,
0: I, I wouldn't say it's the best shot part of the movie for sure. Right. Uh, just a couple additional points I had on on the, the story and then I'll, you know, uh, open it back up to you guys. Um, Martha Wayne was an Arkham. Okay. Uh, that seems super unnecessary. Look, I get that you're trying to tell a story uh, and, you know, you want to cast some doubt on, you um, the waynes sure i'm all for that you want to you know shake bruce up a bit okay that's cool but like you can have her be mentally ill and that be the secret or whatever even though mental illness is not you know uh um something to be ashamed of uh but that was a different time whatever Mm -hmm. um but you don't need to make her an arkham again this is like it's totally it's just let me change the canon and make an unnecessary adjustment just for no reason. Like it it doesn't, it, it's just, I don't know. It when when changes like that are made, it's like, Oh, you know, what would be cool. Let's, let's make her a part of this thing. That's totally unconnected, even though it serves no purpose in the story. Like you could have that exact same story without having her be connected to Arkham and it doesn't serve any purpose. It's just, I don't know. It was a baffling decision to me. Uh, for being an amazing detective Bruce sure is dumb taking criminals at their word uh and being jerked around by the likes of Penguin and Falcone uh there were several times where he couldn't get a read on I guess Penguin and then same thing Falcone as as Bruce uh you know he's like oh yeah uh you know I I didn't kill this guy Maroney killed your father blah 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 and it's just like dude for being the world's greatest detective you know he sure seemed to have a problem and I get it it's year two. I get it. I know you guys are thinking it. Well, there is my defense. (laughs) Yes. But again, I mean, this guy has trained himself up in to be a master of his craft. And it's like, you can't even like you're taking the word of known felons and criminals. And you're just assuming that it's correct. I don't know. Seemed a little weird to me. And then the last thing I'll touch on uh, before I pass it back to you guys, uh, the seawall being blown up plot device. I thought that felt a little too similar to what Bane did to isolate Gotham and the dark Knight rises. Yeah. Very, very much echoes of that. Um, I know, I know it's different. I'm just saying it felt the same to me. And it's like, that was literally the last solo Batman, Batman movie that we had, you know, not counting the Snyderverse stuff. So why would you repeat or, or make a plot point that's very similar to that? I don't know. It just, it felt weird, weird decision. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Any thoughts on any of that stuff, or any any different things you guys want to talk about, Hans? Um, the Mar—I'll touch on
1: like the Martha, the Arkham stuff. Like, I unless they're going to touch on that in a future movie, um, it was unnecessary. So yeah. they may they may circle back to that at at some point. So I I won't kind of put any like hate on that decision until we kind of see if if there's plans revisiting that. Because you know during that whole scene when they they had mentioned that it was the the mention of um, what's it, Elliot is his name uh, yeah. for Hush Hush yeah. so that maybe that comes back we'll see um, in regards to the um, the uh, Wayne you know Bruce trusting I think he was like trusting the the like penguin and, and Falcone. i think it was more his emotions making his decision for him and he didn't really know how he was like hell like you're right he's building himself up but i i always treat like bruce wayne and batman as two different people and i feel like when i, I feel like he's kind of like letting his emotions get the best of him, where like he doesn't know the truth about what happened to his father and he just thinks it was a random guy and so the first thing that he hears he's going to hear he's probably going to think that that is the truth because that's the only thing he really knows. That's how I looked at it, but you know, I that's whatever. I I I agree that it was a little like he did seem a little dumb um, in Bruce Bruce persona um, for the seawall getting blown up. Sure, uh, it did it did feel like Dark Knight Rises, except I think it was better than Dark Knight Rises because like I don't I, I don't I, I think I think the execution in Dark Knight Rises with a lot of the the villains um like their goals are really dumb um i think the riddler was a little smarter than bane and talia but what like i said whatever like i I, we're not we're gonna stick with the batman so yeah there was a little a little um i don't want to say inspiration but a lot of a lot of that like that feeling um but that being said I, i thought it was cool but um I, I think, like, with the Flood, I think of drawing everyone into one location was, like, I think that was clever for, like, basically the, the Riddler's henchmen to basically start, like, offing people in a central location. So I thought that was a cool twist on it. But, um, yeah, I, I, I can see where you would think that that is a similar feeling. Um, and in regards to a lot of the, like, and going back to, like, the, the, the Arkham stuff. Um, I, I'm glad they included that in there because I think that where they're going to go next with a couple of the stories that they're going to tell. Um, I, I hope it relies a lot on like the history of the Waynes. Um, I don't need to see them, you know, getting killed again, but I would love to see what impact and like, you know, up until this point, at least for at least that I know, like the Waynes were saints. So I think it's cool that they gave them a little bit of a darker backstory that I would like to see revisit it. Um, yeah. How, what do you think?
2: Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll start where you left off with the Wayne's. Um, it did feel a little, I don't want to say plot devicey, but it's just like, Hey, let's just make Martha a, uh, an Arkham um, to tie that in. I, I think it makes sense if, if they do some more with it, you know, or create a story with it. I don't mind it as much as I think you guys have mentioned because as as chris was alluding to there for it uh, i mean i don't know too many uh billionaires but i don't know too many good billionaires either so mm. I think the fact that we're seeing a different version of like, hey, maybe the Waynes aren't exactly who your parents thought they were, or maybe the Wayne's as you've known them, aren't, you know, and there's this thread throughout the movie with Catwoman, you know, kind of bashing, you know, some of the some of the people in the in the movie as well, and just, you know, what their goals and desires are and You know, it it makes sense that, hey, in order to stay powerful, to stay the mayor or to become the mayor or to keep your billions rolling in, you might have to do something, something you didn't want to do at some point. And and that is made to be like, hey, it wasn't didn't go down as he intended and it backfired on him and it cost him his life. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I would go into a similar vein when talking about, you know, uh, similar to what Chris was saying, you know, I won't harp on it too much. But like, I think Batman's working pure on like, this is what I thought I knew. And this is what happened, you know, and there's that scene as soon as Alfred wakes up from being exploded in, in a by a bomb where Bruce turns on. him. He's like, you lied to me. And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm good, man. Thanks for asking. I, I was <laughs> yeah. able to throw it in time. I survived. <laughs> When's lunch? See? I'm so happy you're here. Um, yeah. Alfred's
1: like, just, oh, my God, Bruce is it's all right, still raining, raining outside. Like,
2: you lied yeah. to me. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? So so like, I is yeah, it still raining? <laughs> he's going he's going on rage and emotion at that point because the world he knows is being told differently to him. And that's where I think some of the through line for me works with his kind of, you know, chemical romance, emo, emoey feelings uh, for it. So <clears throat> just to go off counterpoints there for you with that, Greg. And then um, the final point that you guys had made, which I'm now drawing a blank on. Um, the seawall seawall the seawall sea yeah i mean that felt very marvel to me where it's like hey we got to get the the a big action set piece here at the end and throw it together and have batman save the day um yeah it felt very much like the dark knight rises i see that point this is where i think the riddler part for me kind of feels a little a little bit not The same Um, I get wanting to trap people in the city and cause chaos and stuff like that. But, you know, this is the element you could have. Well, that's very Joker like as opposed to very Riddler like, um, you know, with that element, too. Um, But, yeah, it just didn't really work for me that that last, you know, 15, um, you know, because it really felt rushed to me there. Um, I would have liked to seen Riddler have another hint or hint at something else for Bruce to be able to track down and keeping in that detective mode, as opposed to a big, here we go. We got to have all Bruce fight, you know, the impossible odds and, you know, cut a wire and have a slow-mo action fall where it's like, he's not going to die. It's fine. He's just going to rescue more people. So
0: uh, yeah, it didn't really, didn't really love that for me. Hmm. Um. You know, kind of moving forward with the movie, I thought the um, the final fight felt anticlimactic. Uh, mm. Batman beats up a bunch of gun nut conspiracy theorists and cuts an electric line. Sure. OK, like it doesn't it just I don't know. It doesn't seem super heroic to me. You know, it's it's heroic. Sure. But it doesn't seem like yeah. some impossible feat that he has to overcome that only Batman could overcome. It's like he just beat up a bunch of guys <laughs> i
2: don't know yeah. uh, and i feel like we already saw that as well in the middle of the movie when he goes to the club the first time yeah I, I do like those club scenes because one he goes in is like i'm action-packed batman learns oh, he his like that swagger like, that's swagger yeah. he walks
1: in with the club with is amazing
2: yeah and then he probably wakes up the next day and he's like i gotta try something different so then he goes as bruce wayne and then he goes as more of a stealthy Batman. So mm-hmm. there, there is a little bit of a learning curve there from him, you know, to give him credit. Because, uh, you know, listen, if you're going to be Batman for a long time, you can't be can't be rushing into every place, going to guns blazing. You got to go stealth. You yeah. know, stealth mission sometimes. Reserve your ammo, reserve your tools, reserve your body. I um, nah, mean, he just walks in, like, just starts throwing fists. We're like, all right, like, relax. But yeah. But, but, like, for me, we already saw that, like, he can do that in there. And it's like, that's where, like, this whole, you know, type of noir crime seven esque movie. We have to end with this big action set piece, which just didn't add up for me, but
0: sorry right. to cut you off, Greg. Yeah, no, it's all good. Uh Just some other stuff. Catwoman and Batman splitting up on the bikes was super cheese. <laughs> um, I was 100%. just waiting uh, for see you again by Charlie Puth. Yeah. Last thing. I mean, 100%. Come on, Greg, we're family. I I literally said to Tim,
1: cause he was sitting next to me the
2: same thing. I was like,
1: it's been a long
2: <laughs> I love it.
1: I'm That's funny out you say and that, that
2: hands <laughs> because I was I was two seats away from you and I turned to my wife and I said are you ready for them to go in different directions fast and furious style and yeah. she said yeah I mean, Dude, Tim, it's-
1: Tim, Tim was like crack up. So I was like, I bet I would. I was like, I would lose it. Like I would, I, I'm not even gonna say like I would walk out of the theater because I would have to because the movie's over. But like, I, if they did that, like in the middle of the movie, I'd be out. I'm not, yeah. I'm I would like, no. I would bet any
0: amount of money too. If you went and polled each person individually 8 out of 10 people would say, "Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking of." Yeah. I mean, it's just it's, you know, unintentionally funny also, and I There's got to be an edit somewhere. Uh, there yeah. has to be <laughs> oh, an edit. Yeah,
2: for sure. For sure. There's, there was also the funny it was funny to me that like I remember the first leaked set photos and it was like of that scene which yeah. is like one of the last scenes in the movie. yeah and the guy off the bike yeah. yeah wow yeah yeah exactly so it's just it's just really funny to me that that was the uh the last scene or one of the last scenes of the movie
0: yeah um <laughs> what else was there i uh touching on the the tone of the film again um we i think yeah we didn't talk about it a ton but uh the detective aspect of batman being At the forefront i i Mm. did really enjoy like i thought that was a a cool move it was something different and it sets it apart so i was happy to see those scenes where you know he was with gordon at the crime scenes and you know kind of doing his own detective work and and puzzling things out and piecing them together so i thought that was pretty cool um i don't know any any thoughts on any of that stuff or any other points you guys wanted to touch on yeah the the detective stuff for me uh,
2: worked I thought really well that was one of the highlights of the movie for me and as I said I think they they strayed away from it towards the end and that that was kind of a bummer um, or didn't build up to that like final kind of reveal. Um, or, you know, climactic moment with it. Um, I also enjoyed the tone of, like, the cops, like, basically being like, what is this guy doing here? He's just, you know, a vigilante. Thought it was weird that, like, he almost dies in a bomb explosion and all these cops bring him in, but nobody tries to be like, let me just peek under that mask or take a photo up close, as close as I can to be like, who is this guy? Not until Um, right before he wakes up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so there was those elements to me that were a little bit like, uh, I guess this is just for the movie Um, that didn't quite work, but I, but I did enjoy the, you know, and, and that's where I think also the movie shines too with, with Robert Pattinson trying to be a more reserved Batman and almost kind of whispering to Jeffrey Wright and being like, this is what I see as opposed to what they see um you know for it with it so i think uh, i think that that part of the noir kind of seven elements of it really really worked for me hands what about uh what about for you i loved when he punched gordon and ran like i don't know why nice. that was so yeah, funny that, was cool. that, that that scene was, that was, that was, that was, was cool.
0: actually really well done i like that
2: yeah
1: that, yeah that was a good tip for tat. I, that was released on like jimmy kimmel because i ended up like i ended up seeing it so like i knew that was coming but what i didn't know was coming afterwards where of how Twitter responds to stuff like this. So they put like goofy sound effects and like music when he was running away, like cartoon, like. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. So uh, if you, now that you've seen the movie, uh, search some of them, they're actually pretty funny. Um, the With the final battle, like I, I, it was, I. that was the one thing I, I was probably the most upset with. Um, but it's hard that like we, I think what the Nolan trilogy did was give Batman villains that were like up to like, that would put up a good physical fight because in these action movies, like I think the end fight with the Joker, like in dark Knight, was a little, like, I don't think it was that great because Joker's not a physical threat. He's more of a, like a mental threat and like more of a psychological threat to Batman. Mm -hmm. Um, I was hoping we got more of that. And I think, like, you know, going forward, we're probably going to get a lot. Like, hopefully, we get like a physical threat to Batman. These guys, like, you're right. They were just gun conspiracies. And it, it kind of reminded me of like going into like a, like, into the Arkham games of where you go into like have to clear a room and it's the uh, bat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's what, like 10, 20 people. And he just, I, I like, I like the combat of it and I like how it was shot. Mm -hmm. but I think it went really quick. And when it was over, like it was over and, and you're just kind of like, Oh, like when Catwoman knocks, like saves Batman, you're like, Oh, that that's, that's it. Like there's not more. Yep. Um, so I would have liked to have seen more there. Um, but I'm hoping that, you know, in, in sequels, we get more of like a physical, like some kind of a threat to Batman. Um, I think there's a lot of more realistic options they have. Um, you know, Harry, I, I agree with like the, you know, everything like with the police station, everything like I'm, I'm, I am I'm like it to see like how like how Batman's relationship with the cops were like even like some of them like I like when he goes to the first crime scene, they're all staring at him like, like, yeah, why is he here? Like, he's it, he's a vigilant. Like, why? Why yeah. of all people is this guy like just walking through everything?
2: Yeah, it honestly just reminded me like if that happened today in like our real world. Like how would how would police feel about it they'd be like what this guy maybe like this guy in? hell like this yeah guy wearing a mask and like just yeah. pretends to be a detective um uh, but I mean I think he earns his merits there too which is nice
1: yeah and what I like about this too and by the time the story's over like it, it goes against where you know a lot like I feel like with some movies like Batman scene is not, not a villain but like and I'll, I'll go back to like kind of like the Dark Knight where he takes responsibility for Harvey Dent's death. And becomes like basically he sought out to be what a uh, the bad guy. Um, I, I think that I like how they ended this movie as Batman being kind of like a beacon of hope and being like not necessarily he's not going to be out to just stop people from committing crimes. And, and he's going to actually seek out to help people. And I like yeah. that's kind of like I, I like that version of Batman more to basically not him. I don't like him being seen as a villain um you know he's got he might get in the way but i mean he's only has he has like the best kind of the best intentions and i like that's why i like after the movie was over and he's helping like the little girl he walks her to the the um the helicopter like and how that whole scene was shot i love that and i think it 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 kind of gives batman more of a a more human element to him and you know have people you know like actually be happy he's around
2: yeah no, that's a very good point, hands. I, I would I would agree with you on that, but uh, that final scene of him looking up with the mud all over him in the trailer, so
1: <laughs> yeah, that too, of course. <laughs> uh, d- d- yeah. So, uh, right.
0: so I have two final points here. The first is um, Barry Keoghan or Keoghan, whatever Ooh, his name yeah, is, yeah, uh, hard, to, hard to say, yeah, so he
2: glad you apparently, didn't like work on that
0: apparently there was a yeah i know right <laughs> uh, apparently there was a uh, a big mystery about what character he was playing but i like i mean for me it was just i kind of knew what it was gonna be he uh his star is on the rise and i mean there's a very popular character that you think has to be included in most batman films that being the joker so Yeah, it makes sense that he would be cast as that. So I wasn't surprised to see him in that role. Um, And they don't explicitly state it because even in the credits, it says like Arkham cellmate or inmate or something like that.
1: Unnamed
0: Arkham prisoner or something. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, But I like Barry a lot and I was intrigued at him being the Joker up until he opened his mouth. Um, He still hasn't mastered masking that irish accent it's still kind of mild and uh the laugh that he did was terrible uh it just it did not sound very jokery to me it it wasn't maniacal or diabolical enough it was just like some goofball laughing so i don't know i look it's tough to judge a performance based on how very very little we got but out of that little bit that we got not looking forward to seeing him again. I'll say that. Oh I uh, I, I oh, oh yeah, go ahead. go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, like I I honestly he's he's if you're you know how
1: like in, in most movies like they have like pre, I don't want to say pre-credits, but it's always like they'll put the cast name and then they'll do like the long scroll of credits. Right. Yeah. Right. Barry Keegan, he was like, on it like I think he was like maybe fifth or sixth on like the on the names. I think he was before like Totoro and um maybe. I don't think it was not Jeffrey Wright, but he was like his name was on there, and I'm like, wow, I like that's...
0: I read that they had filmed additional scenes with him for earlier in the movie, uh, okay. but hmm. but those were cut. So I don't still, I, I, I don't know it, if he was in full makeup or whatever either. To
1: to include him on like just a single credit, like with right. his name, right, is like is strange, and and you know it, it's not like you said it's not confirmed he's the Joker, but it's pretty obvious who he yeah. is. Um, I, I didn't focus too much on that. Like, I don't know if I want to see another Joker this early in like a Batman story, like another trilogy. Um, I don't think we need it. I think there's a lot of other stories that we haven't told. He's a great actor. I, he was my favorite part of Eternals. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I know there's a couple other movies that he was in that I, I don't, unfortunately, I don't know some of them, but, um, and he was in that Nolan war movie, um, Dunkirk. Um, which was pretty- odd. Or as you
2: like to call it, Dumb Kirk. Dumb it, Kirk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: I think he's a, a great feature, actor. Dumb and,
1: Kirk and Blah Blah Land. <laughs> and blah Blah Land. Yeah, my two favorite movies. Um I, I think that he, like you said, his star's rising. It's an interesting choice and I don't think he'll be bad for it, but I think they probably like- Reeves probably was just like, dude, you're going to be in this movie for like a couple scenes. Like, you know, I'm not going to spend too much time. Like, ham, ham it up if you want. Do your laugh. And I think that if, if he does end up in the second or third, or however many of these Batman movies he does, he'll have, I, th- I, I can't see him putting through a bad performance. And, you know, I, I'm hoping that was just kind of like, just like we're just saying, here's the Joker, he exists, and
0: that's it.
2: Mm. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Hera thoughts on Barry?
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, Druid uh, and Eternals, he might have been my favorite uh, Eternal. Um, in that garbage movie uh, or, you know, fine movie, whatever you want to put uh, a bow on that. Um, I thought this ending kind of sucked. Um, there was another movie uh, Uncharted that came out this year uh, that I know neither one of you guys have seen yet. Um, and I'll keep this spoiler light. There's a, there's yeah, a, but I saw final, Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah. There's a final, there's, there's a one final scene in here where it hints that a character is showing up from the video game And you kind of can guess who it is, but they don't show his face. They just kind of show him reading something and writing. Um, And it's like hinted at like, we don't know who's going to play this role, but like, this is what we're going with. And also a a nod to the Nolan movies where the final scene is just a card of the next villain. And it's kind of like, we'll figure it out in post here of like who we want to get and what we want to do for it. And that's how I feel like this should have let off. You know, it also Barry also looked like kind of like I thought it was two face at first until Mm. like Greg said, until that laugh kind of comes in and you're like, oh, it's Joker just because like it's hard to tell. It's hard to see him. Um, It kind of looks like he looks like two face to me. Um, I'd be interested to see if this is all just kind of like maybe the laugh is bad because he's trying to do an imitation of Joker. You know, like maybe there's some hope there for that. But apparently if there was scene shot. Apparently, I guess he is Joker. So, yeah, don't really care about this. Um, Would like to wait to draw a complete verdict until he's actually in the next movie if they do that. Um, But, hey, there's plenty of end credit scenes out there that go absolutely nowhere uh, because they're trying to set up this universe or this other part. And it's like, just do yourself a favor and just, like, hint at it. But, like, you know, or throw a name out. But, like, don't, like, don't show it in, like, the final scene of your movie, um, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, it kind of sucked for me, really, really took me out, um, left me feeling a little cold at the uh, mm. at the end there.
0: Uh, last thought that I have was um, just on the runtime. The runtime was atrocious. It was mm. every time I thought and hoped that this was going to end, it just kept going. I know a lot of people complain about that with like Lord of the Rings, like, oh, it's got 15 endings, blah, 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 with uh, Return of the King specifically. I never felt that way with Return of the King. With this, I did. I was like, oh, God, there's more to this. It just keeps going. Like, it should have ended here. Should have ended here. Like, I... Look, there was a lot of story. I get that. But they should have found a way to trim this down to, like, 215. Like, this should have been, like, 45 minutes lighter. It just went on and on and on. And it feels every bit of its length. Uh, So, I don't know. I just... It was too much for me.
1: Little um, Batman went have a long much, way. Yeah,
0: I had too much of fun with that. Like,
1: <laughs> like I said, I, I feel like they definitely could have cut it to like make it like a two and a half, like uh, like an even like like two fifteen, two and a half. But I like what they kept in. I I, I, I do agree. They that kept it wasn't in everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's three um, hours. Dude, this has got to be like one of these movies. It's got to be like four hours long with like all the cuts. Like God, I, I swear to
0: God, if I see a hashtag saying like give me the Reeves cut, <laughs> no. I, I can't deal with that again.
1: Um, I, I do think I, up boys I, let's do in it in regards to the ending. I didn't hate it. I'm glad that Batman didn't kill anyone like, <laughs> you know, in, in Batman movies, they just kill off villains. Yes. Like Always crazy. So that's he's
0: actually like Batman.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's a plus. So I'm glad they're building up Arkham, like Arkham, like Arkham prisoners. So I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'm glad that happened. So.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might've, I might've mentioned earlier, not a fan of the runtime. Um, <laughs> This is where I feel like the movie loses me with like trying to fit too many pegs into the holes with like trying to get every like different stories told and it's like i think if they had just kind of focused you know i would have been interested to see if maybe they had left the movie at the end with like the riddler leaving one last riddle that needs to be solved i you know and cut it at 230 or hey you know we just found the riddler we arrested him what do we do now there's one more note you know and just kind of ended it there and say there's still 250
0: trophies all over the city
2: yeah, exactly. How are we going to collect them all to get the platinum? Um but uh but yeah, like um yeah, for me it definitely felt the 3 hours. Um uh, maybe on a rewatch it wouldn't be cuz you can kind of pick and choose the scenes and you have that experience with it. Um but for me it was a little bit of a turnoff. Not a huge turnoff cuz you know, I'm never going to argue about um, an author trying to tell their story in whatever amount of time they're allotted. Um, and kudos to Warner Brothers for being like, hey, we're releasing a three hour movie in theaters uh, that's longer than I think Infinity War or Endgame, um, you know, as as our introduction to the new bat. Um, so, yeah, but uh, it was a little bit of a turnoff. I felt some things could have been trimmed or characters, but, you know, the ideas kept flowing there and a um, little bit of a letdown for me on that.
0: All right. Uh, Before we get to scoring, any, uh, any additional thoughts you guys have? Anything that we didn't touch on yet?
1: I don't think so. We covered, I think, pretty much all of it. It's a lot of bases I mean,
2: here if, if you if you guys want to go another hour to uh to match the the runtime of, uh, <laughs> of the film I'm, I'm down to get there um for <laughs> the it commentary uh, about nothing no <laughs> yeah no i mean i i think i think there's there's future discussion for us on on you know where does this this movie uh, of batman rank for you um interesting if we wanted to maybe do live action as opposed to animated um, you know where does this Batman rank? Where does this Bruce Wayne rank? Because I think those are two different conversations you have to have with this mm-hmm. movie. But um, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll save that as a little tease, a tease oh, for the folks out there. <laughs> if you follow me on Just Facebook, so you, you already got, you already got. <laughs> well, my, yeah. Uh, listen, yeah. You and forty guy. others who want to comment on your on your stuff. My <laughs> yeah. goodness, man, you really, you really know how to fire the internet up. <laughs> I, I will say, however, you know, it, it's I'm, funny. I'm not we, we, wrong. Well, this is the thing. No, we we come out of these things sometimes, and I feel as though Hanratty, you know, when it comes to blah blah land and Dumkirk, um, <laughs> is on the wrong side of history. But it seems as though me and Greg, um, as we as we we're about to talk about our scores, are on the wrong side of history. With this this movie has done pretty solid business, I would say. I mean, it's not it it's not Marvel
0: th- level. Just hit um, three hundred million worldwide. Yeah, I believe yeah, it was it, second biggest opening for the pandemic.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it, it's not hitting those, you know, Marvel highs, but I mean, obviously, you know, I think this falls into right behind it, as you guys have just mentioned. Um, so and it's you know, it's getting talks about, you know, the we talked about the penguin show, possible Catwoman. You know, will we see a sequel announced for it? I hope so, because I would like to explore the universe. I just hope there's better execution for it. Um so but yeah, I mean Hans, uh, hands, you're you you're hook line and sinker in with uh with the crowd and everybody loves it. Uh you know, as opposed to me and Greg being like it was fine or it was okay, in <laughs> Greg's point.
0: Yeah, so I, I, hands, why don't you give your score and like final thoughts?
1: All right. So I'll I'll start my final thoughts. Now, mm-hmm. like this is I'm I'm always gonna be ride or die for Marvel. I think that I, I'm always gonna I I well unless you know, it's unless Captain Marvel. Probably, Unless it's Captain yeah. Marvel. Unless you not. haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I even even I don't even think I finished the last episode of Hawkeye, to be honest. Oh geez. um, but um, I you know, like hard. I look at like I, I look at like the future of like superhero movies where it comes as like look at Black Widow and this movie, the Batman. They both had the same budget. Mm. And the Batman mm. is a far more spirit movie, looks a lot better. Black Widow looks crappy, like it does. There's all there's a, a Boat, I almost said a bad word, a boatload of CGI in that movie, and, it, and there's a lot of bad shots of it. And it's mu- and Batman is much better. I I don't even know what I, what on the record of what I said, like, like, dark, uh, not dark, no way home, um, Spider-Man, no way home. I, I think I probably gave that, like, a four out of five. Possibly. Like, I, when I rate my movies, I look at, like, what genre they fall in. Now, like, I'm not going to say, like, I'm not going to put, like, this movie of where I rank it, I'm not like going to put up with like a five out of five, like Shawshank Redemption what I think of that. But in terms of comic book movies, I would definitely rank this out of five, like a four and a half out of five. Um, I loved it. I thought everything, this gave me what I wanted out of a Batman movie, especially like now we're getting uh, from what I heard, maybe we're definitely going to get another one, maybe a trilogy. Uh, A lot of, I don't know if this was because a lot of stink that came from, and, and, it's praise. I don't hate the movies of the Nolan trilogy. I think it didn't end that great. And I'm not as high as it on everyone else. And I think that's where I'm like on the opposite end of the spectrum where we're like this. I like, I, for a first movie, I enjoyed this much more than Batman begins. And I absolutely, Batman begins is, I love that out of the trilogy. That's my favorite out of the original trilogy. Um, But I would give this like a four and a half out of five. Like I, I absolutely, I, I, Leaving the theater, I would have said like a four out of five, but I think the more I think about it and the more like things I like, actually realized I loved about it, like I, I want to like just I want to quit my job and go just go watch this every day wow high i can't from the i can't because i have a job and a family
2: <laughs> yeah you got to provide for it exactly yeah, yeah. exactly
1: and then and you got to do these like,
2: podcasts so like we get we have movies are like watch, 20 dollars. So. like how am i going to pay for them you can use my a list you'll be all right you'll be all, all right good thank you appreciate See it See three times a week for free so you're, so you're
1: i not. go four and a half this was nearly almost perfect for me
0: okay wow. that is high praise indeed uh Harry, how about you
2: yeah, as um, I guess in, in the Goldilocks scheme of things, I, I feel like I'm just right in between <laughs> in the middle um, of this. Uh, but, um, you know, obviously, as, as I've mentioned multiple times and I'm not going to be a broken record, but like, you know, a lot of things were shown in the trailer. I loved a lot of the ideas for it. I felt like the execution was a little bit poor. Um, the arcs were a little bit poor for a lot of the characters. Um you know, it, it's funny, you know, I, I mean, I, I would honestly put and even though I know Dark Light Rises gets a lot of hate, I would honestly put all three of those ahead of this one. Um, if I had to, um, I also have some nostalgia for the 89 Batman um, as just being like, I don't know if it's just because it's the first one that I remember seeing because of the Nicholson, you know, kind of, you know, tit for tat with Batman there. Um, you know, a lot of good things are in that movie. But like if you talk about top five Batman movies, this might fall in there for me. Um, I mean, you start you start eliminating live action. I know I mentioned, you know, where do these movies rank? Um, You know, I ranked it three and a half, three and a half stars on my letterbox at a five. You know, if you if you pushed me, I I would probably lean more towards a four than I would a three. Um, But like that's like I I think there needs to be another rewatch by me on it, you know, to, to give my final, final, final feelings on Let's it go watch it again baby yeah we, listen if you got all this time to get out of the house to go see a three-hour batman movie i'm dragging you to go see something that's only two hours one of these nights you want to so, go see morbius yeah you coming to see morbius my god it's gonna be a tight hour 50 i can feel it um we're in and we're out um but anyway um i i digress but yeah it's um you know, like I said, I'm, I think I'm a little bit higher than, than Greg on this. Um, you know, don't mean to spoil your, your, your verdict, Greg, but, you know, definitely not feeling the way hands. I mean, I think one day we're going to have to do a, uh, a superhero movie and maybe see where, where those like, I think are rank, you know, and maybe we'll have to narrow it down in some points or maybe a top five episode, but, uh, yeah, Papa. Excited to excited to hear your thoughts because honestly, honestly, Craig, I'm gonna say I think there was a lot more things where I felt like you were positive on this in 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 um, just taking pieces out as opposed to the whole, the whole product. So yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, this this was not a total loss. Let me preface uh, my score with that. Um, there's enough here to hopefully learn from and improve on to make a much better movie if we get a sequel that said, I, you know, I wasn't super high on this movie there. Again, like you mentioned there, there's things that can be taken out that are, that are really good, but, uh, out of five, I give this a 2.5 just wasn't for me. Um, I do feel I owe it another rewatch just to make sure I, I check out on everything and it's, you know, I, I get a full experience. Hell I watched the Zack Snyder justice league twice. I can watch the Batman twice. It's okay. Yeah. Um, Get those
2: subtitles on too. (laughs) I need, I need a
0: black and white version of the Batman. Uh, that's all right. Let's let's not go ham here. Um, (laughs) but well, and here's the other thing too. It's coming to HBO max in like a month uh or a yeah. month and a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, 45 you know. days,
1: I think it's after release.
0: Yeah. So yeah. we'll be able to watch it to our heart's content, which for me will just be once more. Um <laughs> but uh but yeah where I land as far as my initial thoughts like I said 2.5 out of five squarely in the middle. Um I i don't know. I just I I don't get the hype. I think it's overrated. Yeah. But you know if you, en- if you enjoyed it so be it. Glad you did. Just wasn't my cup of tea for Batman. Um That said, if you guys will allow me uh, to divulge uh, a little bit here. Uh, Are you looking at movie times to go watch it again? Well, no, no. (laughs) But I I did a little bit of fanfic here, which is not my thing normally. Oh, man. I was thinking, you know. You're dipping
1: into my world, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was was like, let me take a page out of Hans's book. If I were to make a sequel to this, where would I go? Because you hear a lot of scuttlebutt about the quarter and you uh, obviously, you know, they have the Joker in this. So it's like, well, you know, how do we want to play our cards if we're doing a sequel? This is my idea. Hollywood, feel free to take it if you want. You want to get nuts. Let's get nuts uh let's go matt reeves yes uh so i say save the court of owls for the third part in this trilogy uh the second movie i think i want a movie in media res which means you know starts in the middle of the action uh where batman has been captured and is being tortured in arkham by hugo strange and scarecrow so we got two Hmm. villains there one we haven't seen before maybe he doesn't even know he's batman anymore he's just been you know shocked out of all his wits Uh, Maybe Gordon is also captured in there because we want uh, Jeffrey Wright to have a a significant portion. Um, Build up to how he got there for the bulk of the movie, Uh, you know, kind of flashback and see what are the circumstances that led to this. Maybe he's hunting Victor Zaz and using that detective work again, but somehow it gets captured by Scarecrow. Uh, And then also flashback to even earlier to Bruce's physical and mental training and how he creates Zer and R. Which, if you're not familiar with Zurin R, is kind of like uh, computers have a backup drive, if you will. If all else fails and shuts down, some of your work gets saved in the backup drive. Hmm. Zurin R is a personality Batman created in his training that is like his backup drive. So, if all else fails and he totally loses his sense, there's this kind of warped, twisted Batman called Zurin R that acts as a failsafe and comes out uh bring it back to the present bats uses her art to break free freeze gordon eventually comes to his senses runs the gauntlet in arkham beats strange and scarecrow and at the end bruce deducts someone was pulling the strings and the Mm. court reveals themselves indirectly to bruce revealing they know who he is even though he knows nothing about them boom you've set up the court of owls for part three we've got some new stuff in two it's all good so I don't know. Well, I like it. Dream. I
1: actually, I actually just purchased um, off Amazon the Court of Owls. I read it. Oh, um, nice. I read it years and years ago, but I lent it to someone. Um, if you're listening, I want it back. I don't remember <laughs> who that person was, um, but I, I, I now have to pay for a new one. Um, so I, I like that idea. Um, I'm you. gonna throw this out there. Mm-hmm. Hugo Strange. What would you do if you throw Dave Batista in that role?
0: I think he's too bulky for it. I don't, like. I he, like physical in the. He can slim
1: down. He can slim down. Not I really. I thought he was like kind of like built, like kind of like there's like a muscular version of him. Mm-mm. I mean, he's not like hulking like Batista. Is, I guess, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: All
0: right.
2: so I wait, mean, is this going to be that? part there of? There that. This movie's going to suck. Is this going to be part of Doctor
0: Strange's Multiverse of Madness? Yes. Or? yes. Yep. Hugo Strange is a, a timeline variant of Doctor Strange. Yes. That's They're a, both doctors. This
1: is, that's going to be terrible timing. <laughs> because you know like by the time like the next Doctor Strange or uh, Avengers movie comes out, People are gonna be like
2: strange, like wait, what? Um, <laughs> uh, my mom is definitely gonna be like. Hey, hopefully, she listens to this and then gets the clue that uh they're not the same person. But if she doesn't, she's gonna go in being like, "Is Doctor Strange the the one?" But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll save the the fanfic and the theories for you guys because uh all I have to contribute is
0: is, is Doctor Strange the same person. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. uh, hey, is anything you want to see for a sequel?
1: Uh, I would lo- like they, they kind of hinted at this and I don't even think like the more I think about it, like is, um, I, I don't want to see as much as my favorite Batman villain, uh, Bane, I don't want to see Bane, but they kind of hinted a little bit with the adrenaline shot that he has. Yeah. Like a lot of people thought that was the venom shot. Um, I don't think it was, I think it was just adrenaline. Um, at the end of this. Um, I would love to see either Hush or Court of Owls. Mm. Um, I'd like that your idea to bring them to kind of tie them all together for part three um that would be a great a great story i i think yours is 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 actually like i i want to see characters that haven't been used live action wise like now victor's ads like he's shown up but he's right. never been like officially part of the story um so i think he would be cool scarecrow i think you can do a lot of cool stuff like even if you bring him back um like you know he was kind of like in the first one he was a main villain but um you know, later in the Nolan trilogy, but then he becomes kind of a joke character. Um, it's I think you could do a lot of awesome stuff with
0: him in this world. It's a shame because there's there's one villain that really stands out that I would love to see cinematically, but I don't think they'll ever do it because it seems like the route that they always go with Batman is make it realistic and clayface would be awesome yeah, to I've see. I th- I've had a feeling you were gonna say that. Yeah, Matt or um or killer croc yeah um but clayface like they it just doesn't jive with that feeling that most directors go for so yeah
1: Hmm. the other the other thing i and i what i'm i'm kind of a little upset that they put like a a a relationship between catwoman and batman like i know that's in the comics and every variation that we ever see there's there's a relationship but i would love to see them do like a proper story with um ray shagul and talia Mm -hmm. like i would i would love to see them tackle that um I think that I, Talia is one of my fa- and and Rachel Gould are like two of my favorite characters from um, the animated series. And I think they, and, and the Arkham games. So I think it'd be cool if they do that again, but they don't necessarily utilize like the league of shadows. They do like a different, um, a different aspect of it and, you know, have the Lazarus pit somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think you can do a lot of cool stuff with that. And, you know, Talia is a love interest and not a, a joke character that they're going to just throw away, um,
2: you know, like unsaid movie. So, Harry, Fair what enough. do you want to see in a sequel? Yeah, yeah, I honestly uh, don't care. Um, <laughs> I uh, I would love to see them stick to this detective uh, Batman. I would love to see some of the members who we've talked about highly uh, back in this um sure tie in some of that stuff from the game or the comics that you guys like uh that's fine with me um just make a good movie that i want to watch and will thoroughly enjoy and might might try to sneak into the dark knight nolan trilogy for me um that's what i look for so um Um, other than that i i hope to avoid the trailers for the next one and uh go in as blind as possible (laughs) would you Um, say blind like a bat (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: vengeance Two,
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah. i can't wait
1: if they do a trilogy do you think they're gonna end
0: up introducing robin proper uh i no i couldn't see it fitting with this version of the batman even if they do like time jumps like like nolan did where you know he skips like five years or whatever yeah i just Mm. i don't see Robert Pattinson's version of Batman taking on, you know, a Robin have have JGL come back as Robin. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Old man, Robin. What was his name?
0: Blake
1: or something? Tim Blake. Robin Blake or no, 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 something Blake. But then they said, like, she's like, I like your other name better. Robin. Oh, "Oh, you you cornball. Get out of
2: (laughs) here. That was a really cool ending when I first saw it. So that's all I know music sure. crescendoing uh oh, it was amazing sure. oh,
1: well uh, now that's gonna robert not robert blake <laughs> that's not it um,
2: <laughs> definitely not it whoops john blake i don't know was it john blake
1: that something like that yeah, it was pretty it's pretty generic a, yeah. john blake yeah yeah definitely not a, a unique name so,
0: all right okay. well thank you guys for sticking around for our super sized discussion on the batman uh as always, you know, you guys can hit us up on social media, um, you know, find any of us on Facebook or at PS Live Spicy on the Twitter uh, hands. Anything for the peeps? Ah, oh,
1: just it's support this movie.
0: It needs all the help it can get.
1: <laughs> yeah. OK, just give give and all your love. Louise. Give him a shot. I know, right? Hopefully we get this. Hopefully we get a sequel before the next Flash movie comes out in 2027.
0: <laughs> the next, oh, well, geez. hold on. The the Flash movie is coming out this year. It got pushed back. Today. They
2: bumped. They bumped Again, a bunch. They of did they really? Today. Yeah, yeah.
1: That and Aquaman.
2: <laughs> wow. Uh, did not DC know that. Cinematic Universe stinks. Wow. Yeah, Sorry, okay. that's,
1: that's my final thought. Thanks for listening.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hair anything for the piece?
2: Appreciate you guys listening. Um, Go, uh, go see uh, another Colin Farrell movie uh, that probably needs more support after Yang uh, that came out this weekend. So um, that one uh, might need more support than the bat. uh, If I had to take a guess, but appreciate you guys listening. Um, You know, let us know your thoughts on the Batman, you know, you know, uh, who were some of your favorite standouts or what you'd liked or disliked about the movie um, for future uh, episodes. And uh, can't wait till we're back next week uh, to talk uh, more, more about movies. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. We've got some fun stuff planned upcoming for the rest of March. So uh, looking forward to having you guys sit in and join us as we talk movies as always. Uh, And as always, Thank you for listening and make sure you live spicy. Spicy.